Sahih al-Bukhari. This is a collection of hadith by Imam Bukhari. The English translation is by Dr. Muhammad Mursin Khan. This audio is narrated by QNS Academy. The Book of Hajj Pilgrimage to Mecca Chapter on It is Obligatory to Perform Hajj Once in a Lifetime and its superiority, and the statement of Allah. Hajj, pilgrimage to Mecca, to the house, Kaaba, is a duty that mankind owes to Allah, those who can afford the expenses for conveyance, provision, and residence, etc. And whoever disbelieves, that is, denies Hajj, pilgrimage to Mecca, then he is a disbeliever in Allah. Then Allah stands not in need of any of the alameen, Mankind, jinn, and all that exists. Quran, chapter 3, verse 97. Narrated Abdullah bin Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, Al Fadl, his brother, was riding behind Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and a woman from the tribe of Khatham came, and Al Fadl started looking at her, and she started looking at him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, turned Al Fadl's face to the other side. The woman said, O Allah's Messenger, the obligation of Hajj enjoined by Allah on his devotees has become due on my father, and he is old and weak, and he cannot sit firm on the mount. May I perform Hajj on his behalf? The Prophet, peace be upon him, replied, Yes, you may. That happened during the Hajj al-Vidah of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Chapter on the Statement of Allah and proclaim to mankind the Hajj, pilgrimage. They will come to you on foot and on every lean camel. They will come from every deep and distant wide mountain highway to perform Hajj, that they may witness things that are of benefit to them. Quran, chapter 22, verse 27 and 28. And the meaning of the word Fijaj is a wide way. Revine. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. I saw that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, used to ride on his Rahila, mount at Dhul-Hulayfa, and used to start saying Labbaik when the Rahila stood up straight. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, started saying Labbaik from Dhul-Hulayfa when his Rahila, mount, stood up straight, carrying him. Chapter on to go for Hajj on a pack saddle of a camel. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the Prophet, peace be upon him, sent my brother, Abdul Rahman, with me to Tan'im for the Umrah, and he made me ride on the pack saddle of a camel. Umar said, Be ready to travel for Hajj, as it, Hajj, is one of the two kinds of jihad. Footnote. Jihad literally means struggle and perseverance. Holy fighting against the enemies of Islam is also called jihad. Hajj here is regarded as a kind of jihad, since one endures many difficulties and has to control one's desires and spend money on performing Hajj. Narrated Thumama bin Abdullah bin Anas. Anas performed the Hajj on the pack saddle of a camel and he was not a miser. Anas, 
may Allah be pleased with him, said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, performed Hajj on a pack saddle of a camel, and the same Rahila mount was carrying his baggage too. Narrated Al-Qasim bin Muhammad, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said, O Allah's Messenger, you performed Umrah, but I did not. He said, O Abdul Rahman, go along with your sister and let her perform Umrah from Tan'im. Abdul Rahman made her ride over the pack saddle of a she-camel, and she performed Umrah. Chapter on the Superiority of Al-Hajj al-Mabrur Most probably means the Hajj, which is performed with the intention of seeking Allah's pleasures only, and is in accordance with the Prophet's legal ways, without committing sins, and is acceptable to Allah. Narrated Abu Huraira May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, was asked, Which is the best deed? He said, To believe in Allah and his messenger, Muhammad, peace be upon him. He was then asked, Which is the next? In goodness. He said, To participate in jihad, in Allah's cause. He was again asked, Which is the next? He said, To perform Hajju Mabrur. Narrated Aisha, the mother of the faithful believers. May Allah be pleased with her. I said, O Allah's Messenger, we consider jihad as the best deed. Should we not participate in jihad? The Prophet peace be upon him said, The best jihad for women is hajju mabrur. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Whoever performs hajj for Allah's sake only and does not have sexual relations with his wife, and does not do evil or sins, then he will return after Hajj free of all sins, as if he was born anew. Chapter on the Demarcation of Mawaqid for Hajj Mawaqid are places at which one should assume the state of Ihram for the purpose of Hajj or Umrah. Footnote Ihram means a state in which one is prohibited to practice certain deeds that are lawful at other times. The ceremonies of Umrah and Hajj are performed during such state. When one assumes this state, the first thing one should do is to express mentally and orally one's intention to assume this state for the purpose of performing Hajj or Umrah. Then Talbiyah is recited. Two sheets of unstitched clothes are the only clothes one wears. Idhar, worn below one's waist, and the other, Rida, worn round upper part of the body. Talbiya, see Hadith number 1549. Narrated Zayd bin Jubail, I want to visit Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, at his house, which contained many tents made of cotton cloth, and they were encircled with suradiq, part of the tent. I asked him from where should one assume ihram for umrah. He said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had fixed as miqath, singular of mawaqid, qarin, for the people of Najd, dhul hulayfa, for the people of al-Madina, and al-Juhfa, for the people of Sham. Chapter on the Statement of Allah 
and take provision with you for the journey. But the best provision is at taqwa piety, righteousness. Quran, chapter 2, verse 197. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the people of Yemen used to come for Hajj and used not to bring enough provisions with them and used to say that they depend on Allah. On their arrival in Al-Madinah, they used to beg the people. And so Allah revealed, and take a provision with you for the journey. But the best provision is at-taqwa, piety, righteousness. Quran, chapter 2, verse 197. Footnote, muttaqun. It means pious and righteous persons who fear Allah much, abstain from all kinds of sins and evil deeds which he has forbidden, and love Allah much, perform all kinds of good deeds which he has ordained. Chapter on Miqat of Hajj and Umrah for the people of Mecca. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, made Dhul Halifa as the Miqat for the people of Al Madina, Al Juhfa for the people of Sham, Qarn al Manadil for the people of Najd, and Yalamlam for the people of Yemen. And these mawaqid are for the people at those very places, and besides them for those who come through those places with the intention of performing Hajj and Umrah. Whoever is living within these boundaries can assume Ihram from the place he starts, and the people of Mecca can assume Ihram for Hajj only for Mecca. Footnote For Ihram, see the footnote of chapter number 5. Before Hadith number 1522. Chapter on the Miqat for the people of Al Madinah is Dhul Hulayfa, and they should not assume Ihram before Dhul Hulayfa. Narrated Nafir, Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, The people of Al Madinah should assume Ihram from Dhul Hulayfa the people of Sham from Al-Juhfa and the people of Najd from Qarin. And Abdullah added, I was informed that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had said, the people of Yemen should assume Ihram from Yalamlam. Chapter on the Miqat for the people of Sham Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had fixed Dhul Hulayfa as the Miqat for the people of Al Madinah, Al Juhfa for the people of Sham, and Qarn al Manazil for the people of Najd, and Yalamlam for the people of Yemen. So these above mentioned are the Mawaqid for all those living at those places, and besides them, for those who come through those places with the intention of performing Hajj and Umrah. Whoever lives within these places should assume ihram from his dwelling place. And similarly, the people of Mecca can assume ihram for Hajj only from Mecca. Chapter on the Miqat for the people of Najd Narrated Salim's father, the Prophet peace be upon him fixed the Mawaqid as follows. Hadith number 1528 
narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. I heard Allah's Messenger as saying, The Miqad for the people of Al-Madina is Dhul-Hulayfa, for the people of Sham is Mahya, that is Al-Juhfa, and for the people of Najd is Qarin. Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, added, They claim, but I did not hear personally, that the Prophet peace be upon him said, The Miqad for the people of Yemen is Yalamlam. Chapter on the Miqad for those people who are living within the Mawaqid. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet peace be upon him fixed the Khulayfa as the Miqad for the people of Al-Madina, Al-Juhfa for the people of Sham, Yalamlam for the people of Yemen, and Qarin for the people of Najd. And these Mawaqid are for those living at those very places. And besides them, for those who come through those places with the intention of performing Hajj and Umrah, and whoever is living inside these places can assume Ihram from his own dwelling place, and the people of Mecca can assume Ihram for Hajj only from Mecca. Chapter on the Miqat for the people of Yemen Narrated Ibn Abbas May Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet peace be upon him fixed Dhul Hulayfa as the Miqat for the people of Al Madina, Al Juhfa for the people of Sham, Qarn al Manazil for the people of Najd, and Yalamlam for the people of Yemen. And these Mawaqid are for those living at those very places. And besides them, for all those who come through them with the intention of performing Hajj and Umrah. And whoever is living within these Mawaqid should assume Ihram from where he starts. And the people of Mecca can assume Ihram for Hajj only from Mecca. Chapter on the Miqat for the people of Iraq is Dhatur Iraq. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. When these two towns, Basra and Kufa, were conquered, the people went to Umar and said, O chief of the faithful believers, the Prophet peace be upon him fixed Qarn as the Miqad for the people of Najd. It is beyond our way and it is difficult for us to pass through it. Umar said, Take as your Miqad a place situated opposite to Qarn on your usual way. So he fixed that Arq as their Miqad. Chapter on Narrated Nafir, Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, made his camel sit, that is, he dismounted, at Al-Badha, in Dhul-Hulayfa, and offered the Salah, prayer. Abdullah bin Umar used to do the same. Chapter on the going of the Prophet, peace be upon him, for Hajj, via a shajara way. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, used to go for Hajj via a shajara way and return via Mu'arras way. And no doubt, whenever Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, went to Mecca, he used to offer the Salah, prayer, in the mosque of Ash-Shajara. And on his return journey, he used to offer the Salah at Dhul-Hulayfa, in the middle of the valley, and pass the night there till morning.
Chapter on the saying of the Prophet peace be upon him, Al-Aqiq is a blessed valley. Narrated Umar, may Allah be pleased with him. In the valley of Al-Aqiq, I heard Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saying, Tonight a Messenger came to me from my Lord and asked me to offer Salah, prayer, in this blessed valley and to assume Ihram for Hajj and Umrah together. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, May Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, while resting in the bottom of the valley at Mu'arras, a place where a traveler rests in the last part of the night in Dhul Hulayfa, said that he had been addressed in a dream. Verily, you are in a blessed valley. Salim made us to dismount from our camels at the place where Abdullah used to dismount, aiming at the place where Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had rested, and it was below the mosque situated in the middle of the valley, in between them, the residence, and the road. Chapter on to wash the perfume, rise off the clothes of Ihram. Narrated Safwan bin Ya'la. Ya'la said to Umar, may Allah be pleased with him. Show me the Prophet, peace be upon him, when he is being inspired divinely. While the Prophet, peace be upon him, was at Jairana in the company of some of his companions, a person came and asked, O Allah's Messenger, what is your verdict regarding that person who assumes ihram for Umrah and is scented with perfume? The Prophet, peace be upon him, kept quiet for a while, and he was divinely inspired then. Umar beckoned Ya'la, so he came. And Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was shaded with a sheet. Ya'la put his head in and saw that the face of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was red and he was snoring. When that state of the Prophet, peace be upon him, was over, he, peace be upon him, asked, Where is the person who asked about Umrah? Then that person was brought and the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Wash the perfume off your body thrice and take off the cloak and do the same in Umrah as you do in Hajj. Do Chapter on the use of perfume while assuming ihram. What to wear when one intends to assume ihram? May one come and put oil on one's hair. And Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, stated, A muhrim may smell sweet basil, and he may look at the mirror and can be treated with ordinary edible oil and butter. And Rathwa said, A muhrim may wear a ring and the himyan, a belt with a purse to keep one's money. And Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, performed the tawaf while he was muhrim with a piece of cloth tied round his belly. And Aisha found no harm in wearing tuban, short trousers, by those who fixed her hawda. Narrated Sa'id bin Jubair, Ibn Umar, May Allah be pleased with them, used to oil his hair. I told that to Ibrahim, who said, What do you think about this statement? Narrated Aswad, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said, As if I were just now observing the glitter of the scent in the parting of the hair of the Prophet, peace be upon him, while he was muhram. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him. I used to send Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, while he wanted to assume ihram, and also finishing ihram, 
before the Tawaf round the Kaaba. Tawaf al-Ifadha. Chapter on whosoever recited Talbiyah and assumed Ihram with head hair matted with resin or the like. Footnote. Talbiyah. See Hadith number 1549. Narrated Salim's father. May Allah be pleased with him. I heard Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, reciting Talbiyah and assuming Ihram with his head hair matted together. Chapter on to recite Talbiyah and assume Ihram at the mosque of Dhul Hulayfa by the inhabitants of Al Madina who want to perform Hajj or Umrah. Narrated Salim bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them. I heard my father saying, Never did Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, recite Talbiyah and assume Ihram except at the mosque, that is, at the mosque of Dhul Hulayfa. Chapter on what kind of clothes a muhrim should not wear. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. A man asked, O Allah's Messenger, what kind of clothes should a muhrim wear? Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, replied, He should not wear a shirt, a turban, trousers, a head cloak, or leather socks, except if he can find no slippers. He then may wear leather socks after cutting off what might cover the ankles. And he should not wear clothes which are scented with saffron or wars, kinds of perfumes. Chapter on Riding Alone or With Somebody Else During Hajj Narrated Ubadullah bin Abdullah, Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, said, Usama, may Allah be pleased with him rode behind Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, from Arafat to Al-Mustalifah. And then Al-Fadl rode behind Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, from Al-Muzdalifah to Mina. Ibn Abbas added, Both of them said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, kept on reciting Talbiyah, till he did the Rami of Jamarat al-Aqaba. Chapter on what kind of clothes a muhrim should wear both for ridha, upper half body cover, and idhar, lower half body cover. And Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, wore clothes dyed with yellow color, while she was muhrima, and she said that a muhrima should neither thalatham, that is, to cover one's face up to the eyes, nor should cover it completely. And she should not wear such clothes as are scented with wars or saffron. And Jabir said, I do not regard the dye stuff taken from safflower as a kind of scent. Aisha considered that there was no harm for a woman to wear ornaments or black or rose pink colored clothes or leather socks while in a state of ihram. And Ibrahim did not see any harm in changing one's clothes of ihram. Narrated Abdullah bin Abbas, May Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, with his companions departed from Al-Madina, after combing and oiling his hair and putting on two sheets of ihram. Rida, upper body cover, and idhar, lower body cover. He did not forbid anyone to wear any kind of sheets except the ones colored with saffron, because they may leave scent on the skin. And so in the morning, 
the Prophet, peace be upon him, mounted his Rahila, mount, while in Dhul and proceeded till they reached Al-Baydah, where he and his companions recited Talbiyah. And then he did the ceremony of Taqlid, which means to put the colored rope garland around the neck of his Badana, camel for sacrifice. And that was on the 25th of Dhul When he reached Mecca on the 4th of Dhul performed the Qabaf round the Kaaba and the Sa'i, going between Al-Safa and Al-Marwa. And as he had garlanded his Badana, he did not finish his Ihram. He proceeded towards the highest places of Mecca, near Al-Hujun. And he was assuming the Ihram from Hajj and did not go near the Kaaba after he performed Qabaf round it till he returned from Arafat. Then he ordered his companions to perform the Qabaf round the Kaaba and then Sa'i of As-Safa and Al-Marwa and to cut short the hair of their heads and to finish their Ihram. And that was only for those people who did not have Badana, camels, etc. for sacrifice and had not garlanded them. Those who had their wives with them were permitted to contact them, can have sexual relations, and similarly can use perfume and wear ordinary clothes. Then they assumed their ihram for Hajj, and that was Hajj al-Tamattar on the 8th of Dhul-Hijjah, and performed their Hajj. Footnote Tawaf between Al-Safa and Al-Marwa is also called Sa'i, which means literally walking or going. Here it means the seven times of going hurriedly between the two mountains in Mecca, called As-Safa and Al-Marwa, as it is one of the ceremonies of Hajj and Umrah. Hajj. Chapter on passing the night at Dhul-Hulayfa till dawn. This was narrated by Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, on the authority of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, offered four raqara in Al-Madina, and then two raqara at Dhul and then passed the night at Dhul till it was morning, and then he mounted his rahila, mount, and it stood up. He started to recite Talbiya. Narrated Abu Qilaba, Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, offered four raqar of the Dhuhr prayer in Al-Madina and two raqar of Asr prayers at dhul I think that the Prophet, peace be upon him, passed the night there till morning. Chapter on Talbiya is to be recited aloud. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet, peace be upon him, offered four raqar of the Dhuhr prayer in Al-Madinah and two raqar of the Asr prayer in dhul And I heard them, the companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, reciting Talbiya together loudly to the extent of shouting. Chapter on the Talbiya Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, the talbiyah of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was Labbaik Allahumma labbaik, labbaik la sharika laka labbaik, innal hamda wa ni'mata laka wal mulk, 
La sharikalak. I respond to your call, O Allah. I respond to your call. And I am obedient to your orders. You have no partner. I respond to your call. All the praises, thanks, and blessings are for you. All the sovereignty is for you. And you have no partners with you. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. I know how the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to say talbiyah, and it was, لَبَّيْكَ اللَّهُمَّ لَبَّيْكَ لَبَّيْكَ لَا شَرِيكَ لَكَ لَبَّيْكَ إِنَّ الْحَمْدَ وَالنِّعْمَةَ لَكَ وَالْمُلْكَ لَا شَرِيكَ لَكَ See, Hadith number 1549 Chapter on the praising and the glorification of Allah and the saying of Takbir before reciting Talbiya while mounting one's traveling animal. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, offered four raqa' of dhuhr prayers at Al-Madinah, and we were in his company, and two raqa' of the asr prayers at Dhul-Hulayfa, and then passed the night there till it was dawn. Then he rode and reached Al-Baydah. He praised and glorified Allah and said takbir, that is, Alhamdulillah. Subhanallah and Allahu Akbar. Then he and the people along with him recited Talbiyah with the intention of performing Hajj and Umrah. When we reached Mecca, he ordered us to finish the Ihram after performing the Umrah. Only those who had no Hadi, animal for sacrifice, with them till the day of Tarviyah, ate Dhil Hijjah. When they assumed Ihram for Hajj, the Prophet, peace be upon him, sacrificed many camels, slaughtering them by Naharway with his own hands, while the camels were standing. While in Al-Madinah, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, also sacrificed with his own hands two horned rams, black and white, in color, in the name of Allah, by Dhub Way. Footnote See footnote 1 and 2 Hadith number 982, and it's chapter 22. Chapter on reciting Talbiyah when one has mounted his Rahila. Mount, and it stood up straight, ready to set out. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, recited Talbiyah when he had mounted his Rahila. Mount and it stood up straight, ready to set out. Chapter on Reciting Talbiyah While Facing the Qibla Narrated Nafir, whenever Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, finished his morning salah, prayer, at Dhul he would get his rahila, mount prepared. Then he would ride on it, and after it had stood up straight, ready to set out, he would face Al-Qibla, the Kaaba at Mecca, while sitting on his mount and recite Talbiyah. When he had reached the boundaries of the Haram, or Mecca, he would stop the recitation of Talbiyah till he reached the Tuwa, near Mecca, where he would pass the night till it was dawn. After offering the morning Salah, he would take a bath. He claimed 
that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had done the same. Narrated Nafir Whenever Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, intended to go to Mecca, he used to oil himself with a sort of oil that had no pleasant smell. Then he would go to the mosque of Al-Hulayfa and offer the Salah, prayer. Then he would ride on his Rahila, mount, and when it had stood up straight, ready to depart, he would assume ihram and recite talbiyah. He used to say that he had seen the Prophet, peace be upon him, doing the same. Footnote, talbiyah, see hadith number 1549. Chapter on reciting talbiyah on entering a valley. Narrated Mujahid. I was in the company of Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, and the people talking about Ad-Dajjal, and said, Ad-Dajjal will come with the word Kafir, disbeliever, written in between his eyes. On that, Ibn Abbas said, I have not heard this from the Prophet, peace be upon him, but I heard him saying, as if I saw Musa, Moses, just now entering the valley reciting Talbiyah. Chapter on how should a menstruating woman and a woman in a perpetual state assume ihram. And Allah's statement, and that which has been slaughtered as a sacrifice for others than Allah. Quran, chapter 5, verse 3. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him. We set out with the Prophet, peace be upon him, in his last hajj and we assumed ihram for Umrah. The Prophet, peace be upon him, then said, Whoever has got the hadith with him should assume ihram for hajj, along with Umrah, and should not finish the ihram till he finishes both. I was menstruating when I reached Mecca. I neither did tawaf round the Garba nor Sari, going, between al-Safa and al-Marwa. I complained about that to the Prophet, peace be upon him, on which he replied, Undo and comb your head hair, and assume ihram for hajj only, and leave the umrah. So I did so. When we had performed the hajj, the Prophet, peace be upon him, sent me with my brother, Abdul Rahman bin Abu Bakr, to Tan'im, so I performed the umrah. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said to me, This umrah is in lieu of your missed one. Those who had assumed ihram for Umrah, Hajjat Tamatar, performed Tawaf round the Kaaba and Sa'i between Al-Safa and Al-Marwa, and then finished their ihram. After returning from Mina, they performed another Tawaf, Sa'i, going between Al-Safa and Al-Marwa. Those who had assumed ihram for Hajj and Umrah together, Hajj al-Qiran, performed only one tawaf, sa'i, between al-Safa and al-Marwa. Chapter on whoever assumed ihram with the same intention as that of Prophet peace be upon him, for Hajj or Umrah in the lifetime of the Prophet peace be upon him, without being objected by the Prophet peace be upon him. Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, narrated this on the authority of the Prophet peace be upon him. Narrated Adwa. Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him, said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, ordered Ali to keep on assuming his ihram. 
The narrator then informed about the narration of Suraqah. Narrated Anas bin Malik. May Allah be pleased with him. Ali. May Allah be pleased with him. Came to the Prophet peace be upon him. From Yemen. To Mecca. The Prophet peace be upon him asked Ali. With what intention have you assumed ihram? Ali replied. I have assumed ihram with the same intention as that of the Prophet peace be upon him. The Prophet peace be upon him said. If I had not the hadith with me, I would have finished the ihram. Muhammad bin Bakr added that Ibn Juraj said, The Prophet peace be upon him said to Ali, With what intention have you assumed ihram, O Ali? He replied, With the same intention as that of the Prophet peace be upon him. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Have a hadith and keep your ihram as it is. Narrated Abu Musa, May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, sent me to some people in Yemen. And when I returned, I found him at Al-Bathha. He asked me, With what intention have you assumed ihram? That is, for Hajj, or for Umrah, or for both? I replied, I have assumed ihram with an intention like that of the Prophet, peace be upon him. He asked, Have you a hadith with you? I replied in negative. He ordered me to perform tawaf round the Garba and Sari, going between Al-Safa and Al-Marwa, and then to finish my ihram. I did so and went to a woman from my tribe who combed my hair or washed my head. Then when Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, became caliph, he said, If we follow Allah's book, it orders us to remain in the state of ihram till we finish from Hajj, as Allah says. Perform properly the Hajj and Umrah for Allah. Quran, Chapter 2, Verse 196 And if we follow a Sunnah of the Prophet, peace be upon him, who did not finish his Ihram till he sacrificed his Hadi. Hajj al-Qur'an Footnote To not to finish the Ihram, either perform Hajj al-Qur'an, if you have a Hadi, or perform Hajj alone without the Umrah, and that is the opinion of Umar. May Allah be pleased with him only. Chapter on the Statement of Allah The Hajj, pilgrimage, is in the well-known lunar year, months, up to Hajj. Quran, chapter 2, verse 197. And also his statement, they ask you, O Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, about the new moons, say, these are signs to mark fixed periods of time for mankind and Qur'an, chapter 2, verse 189. And Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, said, The months of Hajj are Shawwal, Dhul Qa'da, and the first ten days of Dhul Hijjah. And Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, said, It is in accordance with the As-Sunnah, legal ways of the Prophet, peace be upon him that no one should assume ihram for hajj, except in the months of hajj. And Uthman disliked to assume ihram from Khurasan to Kirman. Narrated Al-Qasim bin Muhammad, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with them, said, We set out with Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, in the months of hajj, and in the nights of hajj, and at the time and places of hajj, and in state of hajj. We dismounted at Sarif, a village 10 miles from Makkah.
The Prophet, peace be upon him, then addressed his companions and said, Anyone who has not got the hadith and likes to do Umrah instead of Hajj may do so. That is, Hajj al-Tamattar. And anyone who has got the hadith should not finish the Ihram after performing Umrah. That is, Hajj al-Qiran. Aisha added, The companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him, obeyed the above order, and some of them, that is, who did not have hadith, finished their ihram after Umrah. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and some of the companions were resourceful and had the hadith with them. They could not perform Umrah alone, but had to perform both Hajj and Umrah with one ihram. Aisha added, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, came to me and saw me weeping and said, What makes you weep, O Hantah? I replied, I have heard your conversation with your companions, and I cannot perform the Umrah. He asked, What is wrong with you? I replied, I do not offer the Salah, prayer. That is, I have got my menses. He said, It will not harm you, for you are one of the daughters of Adam, and Allah has written for you this state as he has written it for them. Keep on with your intentions for Hajj, and Allah may reward you for that. Aisha further added, Then we proceeded for Hajj till we reached Mina, and I became clean from my menses. Then I went out from Mina and performed Olaf round the Garba. Aisha added, I went along with the Prophet, peace be upon him, in his final departure from Hajj till he dismounted at Al-Muhassab a valley outside Mecca, and we too dismounted with him. He called Abdul Rahman bin Abi Bakr and said to him, Take your sister outside the sanctuary of Mecca and let her assume ihram for Umrah. And when you had finished Umrah, return to this place and I will wait for you both till you both return to me. Aisha added, So we went out of the sanctuary of Mecca and after finishing from the Umrah, and the Tawaf, we returned to the Prophet, peace be upon him, at dawn, and said, Have you performed the Umrah? We replied in the affirmative. So he announced the departure amongst his companions, and the people set out for the journey, and the Prophet, peace be upon him, too, left for al Madina. Chapter on what is said regarding Hajj al-Tamattur, Hajj al-Qiran, and Hajj al-Ifarab, and whoever has not brought the Hadith with him, he should finish the ihram of Hajj and make it as Umrah and then assume another ihram for Hajj from Mecca, etc. Footnote There are three various ways of performing Hajj as follows Hajj al-Tamattur It means that you have no hadith with you and you assume ihram only for Umrah. First and after Umrah, you finish your ihram and assume another ihram for performing Hajj from Mecca, but you have to slaughter a hadith, an animal for sacrifice. Hajj al-Qiran It means that one should have a hadith with him and should perform Umrah and then Hajj with the same state of Ihram. Hajj al-Ifarab It means that one assumes Ihram with the intention of performing Hajj only and does not perform Umrah, and this is specially for the inhabitants of Mecca. Narrated Al-Aswad, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said, 
we went out with the Prophet, peace be upon him, from Al-Madinah, with the intention of performing Hajj only. And when we reached Mecca, we performed Tawaf round the Kaaba. And then the Prophet, peace be upon him, ordered those who had not driven the Hadi along with them to finish their Ihram. So the people who had not driven the Hadi along with them finished their Ihram. The Prophet's wives, too, had not driven the Hadi with them, so they, too, finished their Ihram. Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, added, I got my menses and could not perform Tawaf round the Kaaba. So when it was the night of Hasbah, that is, when we stopped at Al-Muhasab, I said, O Allah's Messenger, everyone is returning after performing Hajj and Umrah, but I am returning after performing Hajj only. He said, Didn't you perform Tawaf round the Kaaba the night we reached Mecca? I replied in negative. He said, Go with your brother to Tan'im and assume the Ihram for Umrah, and after performing it, come back to such and such a place. On that, Safiya said, I feel that I will detain you all. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, O Aqra Halqa, didn't you perform Tawaf of the Kaaba on the day of sacrifice, that is, Tawaf al-Ifadah? Safiya replied in affirmative. He said to Safiya, There is no harm for you to proceed on with us. Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, added, after returning from Umrah, the Prophet, peace be upon him, met me while he was ascending from Mecca, and I was descending to it, or I was ascending, and he was descending. Footnote. Raisha did not perform that tawaf. Here she means by we, her companions. Footnote. Aqra halqa is just an exclamatory expression, the literal meaning of which is not meant here. It expresses disapproval. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. We set out with the Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, to Mecca, in the year of the Prophet's last Hajj. Some of us had assumed Ihram for Umrah only, some for both Hajj and Umrah, and others for Hajj only. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, assumed Ihram for Hajj. So he whoever had assumed Ihram for Hajj or for both Hajj and Umrah, did not finish the Ihram till the day of sacrifice. See Ahadith, Numbers 1560, 1565, and 1568. Narrated Marwan bin Al-Hakam, I saw Uthman and Ali, may Allah be pleased with them. Uthman used to forbid people to perform Hajj al-Tamatar and Hajj al-Quran, Hajj and Umrah together. And when Ali saw this act of Uthman, he assumed Ihram for Hajj and Umrah together, saying, Labbaik for Umrah and Hajj together, and said, I will not leave a Sunnah of the Prophet peace be upon him on the saying of somebody. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the people of the pre-Islamic period of ignorance, used to think that to perform Umrah during the months of Hajj, was one of the major sins on earth. And they also used to consider the month of Safar as a forbidden, that is, sacred month. And they used to say, when the wounds of the camel's back heal up after their return from Hajj, and the signs of those wounds vanish, and the month of Safar passes away, then at that time, 
Umrah is permissible for the one who wishes to perform it. In the morning of the fourth of the Hijjah, the Prophet, peace be upon him, and his companions reached Mecca, assuming ihram for Hajj, and he ordered his companions to make their intentions of the ihram for Umrah only, instead of Hajj. So they considered his order as something great, and were puzzled, and said, O Allah's Messenger, what kind of finishing of ihram is allowed? The Prophet, peace be upon him, replied, Finish the ihram completely, like a non-muhrim. You are allowed everything. Narrated Abu Musa, may Allah be pleased with him. I came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, from Yemen, and was assuming ihram for hajj. And he ordered me to finish the ihram, after performing the umrah. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. Hafsa, may Allah be pleased with her. The wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, O Allah's Messenger, why have the people finished their ihram after performing Umrah? But you have not finished your ihram after performing Umrah. He replied, I have matted my head here and garlanded my hadi, so I will not finish my ihram till I have slaughtered my hadi. Narrated Shurbah, may Allah be pleased with him. Abu Jamra Nasr bin Imran at Dubai said, I intended to perform Hajj al-Tamattar, and the people advised me not to do so. I asked Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, regarding it, and he ordered me to perform Hajj al-Tamattar. Later, I saw in a dream someone saying to me, Hajj mabrur, Hajj performed in accordance with the Prophet's Sunnah, without committing sins, and accepted by Allah, and an accepted Umrah. So I told that dream to Ibn Abbas, he said, This is a sunnah of Abu Qasim, peace be upon him. Then he said to me, Stay with me and I shall give you a portion of my property. I, Shurba, asked, Why did he invite you? He, Abu Jamra, said, Because of the dream which I had seen. Narrated Abu Shihab, I left for Mecca for Hajj al-Tamatar, assuming ihram for Umrah. I reached Mecca three days before the day of Tarviyah, 8th Dhil-Hijjah. Some people of Mecca said to me, Your Hajj will be like the Hajj performed by the people of Mecca. That is, you will lose the superiority of assuming Ihram from the Miqat. So I went to Arthur, asking him his view about it. He said, Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, narrated to me, I performed Hajj with Allah's Messenger peace be upon him on the day when he drove camels with him. The people had assumed Ihram for Hajjul Ifraub. The Prophet peace be upon him ordered them to finish their Ihram after Qabaf round the Kaaba and Sari going between As-Safa and Al-Marwa and to cut short their hair and then to stay there in Mecca as non-Muhrim till the day of Tarviyah that is Eighth of the Hijjah, when they should assume ihram for Hajj, and they were ordered to make the ihram with which they had come for Umrah only. They asked, How can we make it Umrah, the Matar, as we have intended to perform Hajj? The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Do what I have ordered you. Had I not brought the Hadi with me, I would have done the same. But I cannot finish my ihram till the Hadi reaches its destination. That is, is slaughtered. So they did what he ordered them to do.
narrated Sa'id bin al-Musayyib, Ali and Uthman, may Allah be pleased with them, deferred regarding Hajj al-Tamattar while they were at Usfan, a familiar place near Mecca. Ali said, I see you want to forbid the people to do a thing that the Prophet peace be upon him did. When Ali saw that, he assumed ihram for both Hajj and Umrah. Chapter on the Talbiyah for Hajj and the mention of the intention of performing Hajj along with Talbiyah. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, we came with Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, to Mecca. And we were saying, Labbaik Allahumma labbaik, for Hajj. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, ordered us to perform Umrah with that ihram instead of Hajj. Chapter on Hajj al-Tamattar during the lifetime of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Narrated Imran, may Allah be pleased with him. We performed Hajj al-Tamattar in the lifetime of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. And then the Qur'an was revealed regarding Hajj al-Tamattar. And somebody said what he wished regarding Hajj al-Tamattar, according to his own opinion. Footnote. The person meant here was Umar ibn al-Khattab. May Allah be pleased with him. Chapter on the Statement of Allah This is for him whose family is not present at the Al-Masjid al-Haram, that is, non-resident of Mecca. Qur'an, Chapter 2, Verse 196 Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, said that he had been asked regarding Hajj al-Tamattar, on which he said, the Muhajireen, emigrants, and the Ansar, and the wives of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and we did the same. When we reached Mecca, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Give up your intention of doing the Hajj at this moment, and perform Umrah, except the one who has garlanded the Hadi. So, we performed Tawaf, round the Kaaba, and Sari, going between Al-Safa and Al-Marwa, slept with our wives, and wore ordinary stitched clothes. The Prophet, peace be upon him, added, Whoever has garlanded his hadi is not allowed to finish the ihram till the hadi has reached its destination, has been sacrificed. Then on the night of Tarwiyah, 8 Dhil Hijjah, in the afternoon, he ordered us to assume ihram for Hajj. And when we have performed all the ceremonies of Hajj, we came and performed Tawaf round the Kaaba and Sa'i between Al-Safa and Al-Marwa. And then our Hajj was complete, and we had to sacrifice a Hadi. According to the statement of Allah, he must slaughter a Hadi such as he can afford. But if he cannot afford it, he should observe Salm, fasts three days during the Hajj and seven days after his return to his home. Qur'an, chapter 2, verse 196 And the sacrifice of a sheep is sufficient. So, the Prophet, peace be upon him, and his companions joined the two religious deeds, that is, Hajj and Umrah, in one year. For Allah revealed the permissibility of such practice in his book and in the Sunnah, legal ways of his Prophet, peace be upon him, and rendered it permissible for all the people except those 
living in Mecca. Allah says, This is for him whose family is not present at the Al-Masjid Al-Haram, that is, non-resident of Mecca. The months of Hajj, which Allah mentioned in his book, are Shawwal, Dhul Qa'da, and Dhul Hijjah. Whoever performed Hajj al-Tamattar in those months, then slaughtering and fasting is compulsory for him. The words Al-Rafatha means sexual intercourse. Al-Fasuq means all kinds of sin. And Al-Jidhal means to dispute. Chapter on Taking a Bath on Entering Mecca Narrated Nafir On reaching the sanctuary of Mecca, Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, used to stop reciting Talbiyah, and then he would pass the night at the Tawah, and then offer the Fajr prayers, and take a bath. He used to say that the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to do the same. Footnote The Tawah is the name of one of the valleys, district of Mecca, where there is a well-known well in it, district. In the lifetime of the Messenger, peace be upon him, Mecca was a small city, and this district was outside its precincts. Nowadays, Mecca is a larger city, and the district is within its boundary. Chapter on to enter Mecca by day or by night The Prophet, peace be upon him, passed the night at Dhilqwa till it was dawn, and then entered Mecca in the morning. And Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, used to do the same. Narrated Nafir, Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, passed the night at the Tua till it was dawn, and then he entered Mecca. Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, used to do the same. Footnote The Tua is the name of one of the valleys, district of Mecca, where there is a well-known well in it, district. In the lifetime of the Messenger, peace be upon him, Mecca was a small city, and this district was outside its precincts. Nowadays, Mecca is a larger city, and the district is within its boundary. Chapter on From Where to Enter Mecca Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, used to enter Mecca from the Thaniyat al-Uliyah and used to leave Mecca from the Thaniyat al-Sufla. Footnote Any obstacle or highway between two hills on a mountain is called Thaniyah. Chapter on From Where to Leave Mecca Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, entered Mecca from Qadha, from the high, Thaniyatil Uliya, which is at Al-Badha, and used to leave Mecca from the Thaniyatil Sufla. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. When the Prophet, peace be upon him, came to Mecca, he entered from its higher side and left from its lower side. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. In the year of the conquest of Mecca, the Prophet, peace be upon him, entered Mecca from Qadha and left Mecca from Qudan, from the higher part of Mecca. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. In the year of the conquest of Mecca, the Prophet, peace be upon him, entered Mecca from Qadha 
at the higher place of Mecca. Hisham, a sub-narrator said, Urwa used to enter Mecca from both Qadha, which was nearer to his dwelling place. Narrated Hisham, Urwa said, The Prophet peace be upon him entered Mecca in the year of the conquest of Mecca from the side of Qadha, which is at the higher part to Mecca. Urwa often entered from Qadha, which was nearer of the two to his dwelling place. Narrated Hisham's father, may Allah be pleased with him. In the year of the conquest of Mecca, the Prophet peace be upon him entered Mecca from the side of Qadha. Urwa used to enter through both places, and he often entered through Qadha, which was nearer of the two to his dwelling place. Chapter on the Superiority of Mecca and its Buildings and the Statement of Allah And remember, when we made the house, the Kaaba, at Mecca, a place of resort for mankind, and a place of safety, and take you people, the Maqam, place of Ibrahim, Abraham, for the stone on which Abraham, peace be upon him, stood while he was building the Kaaba as a place of prayer. For some of your prayer, for example, to Rakar of Fawaf of Karba, and we commanded Abraham and Ismail, Ishmael, that they should purify my house, the Karba, for those who are circumambulating it, or staying, Irthikaf, or bowing down or prostrating themselves there in prayer. And remember, when Ibrahim said, My Lord, make this city. Mecca, a place of security, and provide its people with fruits, such of them as believe in Allah and the last day. He, Allah, answered, As for him who disbelieves, I shall leave him in contentment for a while, then I shall compel him to the torment of fire. And worst indeed is that destination. And remember, when Ibrahim and his son, Ismail, were raising the foundation of the house, the Garba, saying, Our Lord, accept this service from us. Verily, you are the All-Hearer, the All-Knower. Our Lord, make us submissive unto you, and of our offspring a nation submissive to you, and show us our monastic, all the ceremonies of pilgrimage, Hajj and Umrah, etc., and accept our repentance. Truly, you are the one who accepts repentance, the most merciful. Quran, chapter 2, verse 125 to 128. Footnote. Manasik, that is, Ihram, Fubav of Garba and Sari, going, between Asafa and Al Marwa. Stay at Arafat, Muzdalifa, and Mina. Rami of Jamarat, slaughtering of Hadi, animal, etc. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them. When the Kaaba was built, the Prophet, peace be upon him, and Al-Abbas went to bring stones for its construction. Al-Abbas said to the Prophet, peace be upon him, Take off your waist sheet and put it on your neck. When the Prophet, peace be upon him, took it off, he fell on the ground with his eyes open towards the sky and said, Give me my waist sheet 
and he covered himself with it. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him, that Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said to her, Do you know that when your people, Quraysh, rebuilt the Kaaba, they reduced it from its original foundation laid by Ibrahim, Abraham? I said, O Allah's Messenger, why don't you rebuild it on its original foundation laid by Ibrahim? He replied, Were it not for the fact that your people are close to the pre-Islamic period of ignorance, that is, they have recently become Muslims, I would have done so. The sub-narrator, Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, stated, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, must have heard this from Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. For in my opinion, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had not placed his hand over the two corners of the Kaaba, opposite Al-Hijr, only because the Kaaba was not rebuilt on its original foundation laid by Ibrahim, peace be upon him. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. I asked the Prophet, peace be upon him, whether the round wall near Kaaba was part of the Kaaba. The Prophet, peace be upon him, replied in affirmative. I further said, What is wrong with them? Why have they not included it in the building of the Kaaba? He said, Don't you see that your people, Quraysh, ran short of money, so they could not include it inside the building of Kaaba? I said, What about its gate? Why is it so high? He replied, Your people did this, so as to admit into it whomever they liked, and prevent whomever they liked. Were your people not close to the period of ignorance? That is, they have recently embraced Islam. And were I not afraid that they would dislike it, surely I would have included the area of the wall inside the building of the Kaaba, and I would have lowered its gate to the level of the ground. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said to me, Were your people not close to the period of ignorance, I would have demolished the Kaaba, and would have rebuilt it on its original foundations laid by Ibrahim. Abraham, for Quraysh, had reduced its building, and I would have built a back door too. Narrated Urwa, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said to her, O Aisha, were your people not close to the period of ignorance, I would have had the Kaaba demolished and would have included in it the portion which had been left and would have made it at a level with the ground and would have made two doors for it, one towards the east and the other towards the west. And then, by doing this, it would have been built on the foundation laid by the Prophet Ibrahim. Abraham, that was what urged Ibn Zubayr when he demolished and rebuilt the Kaaba and included in it a portion of Al-Hijr, the unroofed portion of Kaaba, which is at present in the form of a compound towards the northwest of the Kaaba. I saw the original foundations laid by Ibrahim, which were of stones resembling the humps of camels. So Jarir asked Yazid, Where was the place of those stones? Yazid said, I will just now show it to you. So Jarir accompanied Yazid and entered Al-Hijr. And Yazid pointed to a place and said, Here it is. Jarir said, 
It appeared to me about six cubits from Al-Hijr or so. Chapter on the Superiority of the Haram of Mecca And the Statement of Allah O Prophet, say to them, I, Muhammad, peace be upon him, have been commanded only to worship the Lord of the city, Mecca, who sanctified it, and to whom belongs everything. And I am commanded to be from among the Muslims, those who submit to Allah in Islam. Quran, chapter 27, verse 91. And the statement of Allah. Have we not established for them a secure sanctuary, Mecca, to which are brought fruits of all kinds, a provision from ourselves, but most of them know not? Quran, chapter 28. Verse 57 Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, on the day of the conquest of Mecca, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Allah has made this town a sanctuary. Its thorny bushes should not be cut. Its game should not be chased. And its luqafa, fallen things, should not be picked up except by one who would announce it publicly. Chapter on what is said regarding the inheritance, sale, and purchase of the houses of Mecca. All the people have an equal right of al-Masjid al-Haram, especially by virtue of the statement of Allah. Verily, those who disbelieved and hinder men from the path of Allah and from al-Masjid al-Haram at Mecca, which we have made open to all men, the dweller in it, and the visitor from the country are equal there, as regards its sanctity and pilgrimage, Hajj and Umrah, and whoever inclines to evil action in it and do wrong, that is, practice polytheism and leave Islamic monotheism, him we shall cause to taste from a painful torment. Quran, chapter 22, verse 25. Narrated Usama bin Zayd. May Allah be pleased with them. I asked, O Allah's Messenger, where will you stay in Mecca? Will you stay in your house in Mecca? He replied, Has Aqil left any property or house? Aqil, along with Talib, had inherited the property of Abu Talib. Jafar and Ali did not inherit anything as they were Muslims, while Aqil and Talib were disbelievers. Umar bin al-Khattab, may Allah be pleased with him, used to say, A believer cannot inherit anything from a disbeliever. Ibn Shihab, a sub-narrator said, They, Umar and others, derived the above verdict from Allah's statement. Verily, those who believed and emigrated and strove hard and fought with their property and their lives in the cause of Allah, as well as those who gave them asylum and help. These are all allies to one another. Quran, Chapter 8, Verse 72 Chapter on the Residence of the Prophet, peace be upon him, in Mecca. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, when Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, intended to enter Mecca, he said, Our destination tomorrow, if Allah will, shall be Khayf Bani Kinana, where the Mushrikeen had taken the oath of Kufr.
against the Prophet peace be upon him. That is, to be loyal to heathenism by boycotting Bani Hashim, the Prophet's folk. See Hadith number 3882, volume 5. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. On the day of Nahr at Mina, the Prophet peace be upon him said, Tomorrow we shall stay at Khaif Bani Kinana, where the Mushrikeen had taken the oath of Kufr, that is, to be loyal to heathenism. He meant by that place, Al-Muhassab, where the Quraysh tribe and Bani Kinana concluded a contract against Bani Hashim and Bani Abdul Muttalib, or Bani Al-Muttalib, that they would not intermarry with them or deal with them in business until they handed over the Prophet peace be upon him to them. Chapter on the Statement of Allah And remember, when Ibrahim, Abraham said, O my Lord, make this city, Mecca, one of peace and security, and keep me and my sons away from worshipping idols. O my Lord, they have indeed led astray many among mankind. But whoso follows me, he verily is of me, and whoso disobeys me, still you are indeed oft forgiving, most merciful. O our Lord, I have made some of my offspring to dwell in an uncultivable valley by your sacred house, the Garba at Mecca. In order, O our Lord, that they may perform a salah, iqam salah, so fill some hearts among men with love towards them. Quran, chapter 14, verse 35 to 37. Chapter on the Statement of Allah Allah has made the Kaaba, the sacred house, an asylum of security and benefits. For example, Hajj and Umrah, pilgrimage for mankind and also the sacred month and the animals of offerings, and the garlanded, people or animals, marked with garlands on their necks, made from the outer parts of the stems of Mecca trees, for their security, that you may know that Allah has knowledge of all that is in the heavens, and all that is in the earth, and that Allah is the all-knower of each and everything. Quran, chapter 5, verse 97. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Literally, one with two thin legs, from Ethiopia, will demolish the Kaaba. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. The people used to observe Salm, fast, on Ashura, the tenth day of the month of Muharram, before the fasting of Ramadan was made obligatory. And on that day, the Garba used to be covered with a cover. When Allah made the fasting of the month of Ramadan compulsory, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Whoever wishes to observe Salm on the day of Ashura may do so, and whoever wishes to leave it can do so. Narrated Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The people will continue performing the Hajj and Umrah, to the Kaaba, even after the coming out of Yajuj and Majuj, Gog and Magog. The sub-narrator, 
Sherba added. The hour, day of judgment, will not be established till the Hajj to the Garba is abandoned. Chapter on the Covering of the Garba Narrated Abu Wail, One day, I sat along with Shaiba on the chair inside the Garba. He, Shaiba said, No doubt, Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, sat at this place and said, I intended not to leave any yellow, that is gold, or white, that is silver, inside the Garba, undistributed. I said to Umar, But your two companions, that is, the Prophet peace be upon him, and Abu Bakr, did not do so. Umar said, They are the two persons whom I always follow. Chapter on the Demolishing of the Garba Raisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, An army will attack the Garba, and that army will sink down in the earth. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, As if I am looking at him, a black person with thin legs, plucking out the stones of the Garba, one after another. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, The thin-legged man from Ethiopia will demolish the Garba. Chapter on what is said regarding the black stone. Narrated Rabis bin Rabi'ah, Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, came near the black stone and kissed it, and said, No doubt, I know that you are a stone and can neither harm anyone nor benefit anyone. Had I not seen Allah's Messenger peace be upon him kissing you, I would not have kissed you. Chapter on Closing the Door of the Garba and the Permissibility of Offering Salah, Prayer, at any place in it. Narrated Salim that his father said, Allah's Messenger peace be upon him, Uthama bin Zaid, Bilal, and Uthman bin Talha, may Allah be pleased with them, entered the Garba, and then closed its door. When they opened the door, I was the first person to enter the Garba. I met Bilal and asked him, Did Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, offer a salah, prayer, inside the Garba? Bilal replied in the affirmative, and said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, offered salah, in between the two right pillars. Chapter on Offering a Salah The Prayers Inside the Garba Narrated Nafir Whenever Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, entered the Garba, he used to walk straight, keeping the door at his back on entering, and used to proceed on till about three cubits from the wall in front of him. Then he would offer prayers there, aiming at the place where Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, offered prayers according to the information of Bilal. And there is no harm for any person to offer salah, prayer, at any place inside the Garba. Chapter on whoever did not enter the Garba, and Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, used to perform Hajj frequently without entering the Garba. Narrated Ismail bin Abu Khalid, Abdullah bin Abu Awfa, May Allah be pleased with him, said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, performed the Umrah. 
he performed Fawaf of the Kaaba and offered to Rokara behind the Maqam Ibrahim and was accompanied by those who were screening him from the people. Somebody asked Abdullah, Did Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, enter the Kaaba? Abdullah replied in negative. Footnote Regarding the statement, Abdullah replied in the negative. This means that the Prophet, peace be upon him, did not enter the Kaaba when he performed that particular Umrah, perhaps because it contained idols or because he was afraid of being prevented by the pagans from entering it. Chapter on Saying Takbir Allah is the Most Great Inside the Kaaba Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. When Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, came to Mecca, he refused to enter the Kaaba with idols in it. He ordered idols to be taken out, so they were taken out. The people took out the pictures of Ibrahim, Ibrahim, and Ismail, Ishmael, holding Aslam in their hands. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, May Allah curse these people. By Allah, both Ibrahim and Ismail never did the game of chance with Aslam. Then he entered the Kaaba and said Takbir at its corners, but did not offer the Salah, prayer, in it. Chapter on how the legality of the Ramal started. Footnote Ramal means fast walking accompanied by the movements of the arms and legs to show one's physical strength. This is to be observed in the first three rounds of Qabaf around the Kaaba and is to be done by the men only and not by the women. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, when Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and his companions came to Mecca, the Mushrikeen circulated the news that a group of people were coming to them and they had been weakened by the fever of Yathrib, al Madina. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, ordered his companions to do Ramal in the first three rounds of Fawaf of the Garba and to walk between the two corners, the Yemenite corner and the black stone. The Prophet, peace be upon him, did not order them to do Ramal in all the rounds of Fawaf out of pity for them. Chapter on the Touching and Kissing of the Black Stone on Reaching Mecca during the first round of Fawaf of the Garba and doing Ramal in the first three rounds of Fawaf. Narrated Salim that his father said, I saw Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, arriving at Mecca. He kissed the black stone corner first while doing Fawaf and did Ramal in the first three rounds of the seven rounds of Fawaf. Chapter on doing Ramal in performing Fawaf during Hajj and Umrah. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar. May Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, did Ramal in first three rounds of Fawaf and walked in the remaining four in Hajj and Umrah. Narrated Zaid bin Aslam that his father said, Umar ibn al-Khattab, may Allah be pleased with him, addressed the corner, Blackstone, saying, By Allah, I know that you are a stone and can neither benefit nor harm. Had I not seen the Prophet, peace be upon him, touching and kissing you, I would never have touched and kissed you. Then he kissed it and said, There is no reason for us to do Ramal 
in Tawaf, except that we wanted to show off before the Mushrikun, and now Allah has destroyed them. Umar added, Nevertheless, the Prophet peace be upon him did that, and we do not want to leave it. That is, Ramal. Narrated Nafir Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, said, I have never missed the touching of these two corners of Garba, the Blackstone and the Yemenite corner, both in the presence and the absence of crowds, since I saw the Prophet peace be upon him touching them. The sub-narrator asked Nafir, Did Ibn Umar used to walk between the two corners? Nafir replied, He used to walk in order that it might be easy for him to touch it, the corner. Chapter on Whoever Did Not Touch Except the Two Yemenite Corners of the Garba Abu Ashartha said, Who keeps away from one portion of the Garba? Muraviyah used to touch the four corners of the Garba. Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, said to him, These two corners, the ones facing the Hijr, are not to be touched. Muraviyah said, Nothing is untouchable in the Garba and Ibn al-Zubayr used to touch all the corners of the Garba. Narrated Salim bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, that his father said, I have not seen the Prophet peace be upon him touching except the two Yemenite corners, that is, the ones facing Yemen. Chapter on To Kiss the Black Stone Narrated Zaid bin Aslam, that his father said, I saw Umar ibn al-Khattab, May Allah be pleased with him, kissing the black stone, and he then said to it, Had I not seen Allah's messenger peace be upon him kissing you, stone, I would not have kissed you. Narrated Az-Zubayr bin Arabi A man asked Ibn Umar, May Allah be pleased with them, about the touching of the black stone. Ibn Umar said, I saw Allah's messenger peace be upon him touching and kissing it. The questioner said, but if there were a throng, much rush, round the Kaaba, and the people overpowered me, what would I do? He replied angrily, Stay in Yemen, as that man was from Yemen. I saw Allah's messenger peace be upon him touching and kissing it. Chapter on whoever pointed towards the corner, Blackstone on coming in front of it, while performing Thawaf. Narrated Ibn Abbas, May Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, performed Tawaf of the Garba while riding a camel. And whenever he came in front of the corner, he pointed towards it. Chapter on to say Takbir. Allah is the most great. On coming in front of the corner, having the black stone. Narrated Ibn Abbas. May Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, performed Tawaf of the Garba riding a camel. And every time he came in front of the corner, having the black stone, he pointed towards it with something he had with him and said takbir. Chapter on whoever performed tawaf of the Kaaba on reaching Mecca before going to his house, then offered to Raqqar, and then went towards Asafa. Narrated Urwa, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, said, the first thing the Prophet peace be upon him did on reaching Mecca was the ablution, and then he performed tawaf of the Garba, and that was not Umrah alone, but Hajj al-Qur'an, 
Urwa added, Later, Abu Bakr and Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, did the same in their Hajj. And I performed the Hajj with my father, Az-Zubayr, may Allah be pleased with him. And the first thing he did was Tawaf of the Kaaba. Later, I saw the Al-Muhajirin, emigrants, and the Ansar doing the same. My mother, Asma, told me that she, her sister, Aisha, Az-Zubayr, and such and such persons assumed Ahram for Umrah. And after they passed their hands over the black stone corner of the Kaaba, they finished the Ihram. That is, after doing Tawaf of the Kaaba and Sa'i between Al-Safa and Al-Marwa. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, when Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, performed Tawaf of the Kaaba for Hajj or Umrah, he used to do Ramal during the first three rounds, and in the last four rounds he used to walk. Then after the Tawaf, he offered two Raka'ah, prayer, and then performed Sari, Tawaf between Al-Safa and Al-Marwa. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, when the Prophet, peace be upon him, performed the Tawaf of the Kaaba, he did Ramal, during the first three rounds, and in the last four rounds he used to walk, and while doing Sari, Tawaf between Al-Safa and Al-Marwa, he used to run in the midst of the rain water passage. Chapter on the Tawaf of Women and Men Ibn Juraid said, Atha informed us that when Ibn Hisham forbade women to perform Tawaf with men, he said to him, How do you forbid them while the wives of the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to perform Tawaf with the men? I said, Was this before decreeing the use of the veil or after it? Artha took an oath and said, I saw it after the order of veil. I said, How did they mix with the men? Artha said, The women never mixed with the men. And Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, used to perform tawaf separately and never mixed with the men. Once it happened that Aisha was performing the tawaf and a woman said to her, O mother of believers, let us touch the black stone. Aisha said to her, Go yourself, and she herself refused to do so. The wives of the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to come out at night in disguise and used to perform tawaf with the men. But whenever they intended to enter the Garba, they would stay outside till the men had gone out. I and Ubad bin Umar used to visit Aisha while she was residing at Jawfi Thabir. I asked, what was her veil? Atha said, she was wearing an old Turkish veil. And that was the only thing, veil, which was a screen between us and her. I saw a pink cover on her. Footnote Men and women used to perform tawaf at the same time without mixing with each other. Narrated Ummi Salama, may Allah be pleased with her, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him. I informed Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, about my sickness. So he said, Perform the tawaf while riding behind the people. I did so, and at that time, the Prophet, peace be upon him, was offering salah, prayer, beside the Kaaba, and reciting Surah At-Tur. Chapter on the Permissibility of Talking During the tawaf of the Kaaba Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, while the Prophet, peace be upon him, was performing tawaf of the Kaaba. He passed by a person 
who had tied his hands to another person with a rope or string or something like that. The Prophet, peace be upon him, cut it with his own hands and said, Lead him by the hand. Chapter on whoever saw a string or something like that during the tawaf and disliked it and cut it. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet, peace be upon him, saw a man performing tawaf of the Garba, tied with a string or something else. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, cut that string. Chapter on It is neither permissible for a naked person to perform tawaf of the Garba, nor for a mushrik, polytheist, pagan, idolater, and disbeliever in the oneness of Allah and in his messenger, Muhammad, peace be upon him, to perform hajj. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, in the year prior to the last hajj of the Prophet, peace be upon him, when Allah's messenger, peace be upon him, made Abu Bakr the leader of the pilgrims. The latter, Abu Bakr, sent me in the company of a group of people to make a public announcement, proclaiming, No mushrik, polytheist, pagan, idolater, and disbeliever in the oneness of Allah and in his messenger, Muhammad, peace be upon him, is allowed to perform hajj after this year, and no naked person is allowed to perform tawaf of the Kaaba. See Hadith number 369, Volume 1. Chapter on If One Stops During the Tawaf Should He Start from the Beginning? Allah said, If a person is performing the Tawaf and the call for the Salah, prayer, is made, and the Salah starts or he is pushed from his place, after finishing the Salah, he should return and start from where he had stopped. The same is narrated by Ibn Umar and Abdul Rahman bin Abu Bakr. May Allah be pleased with them. Chapter on the Prophet, peace be upon him, offered to Raqqa'ah prayer after his seven rounds of Tawaf of the Karba. Narrated Nafir, Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, used to offer a two Raqqa'ah prayer after every seven rounds. And Ismail bin Umayyah said, I told Al-Zuhri that Allah said, the compulsory Salah prayer dispenses when the two Raqqa'ah prayer of Tawaf Al-Zuhri said, It is better to follow legal way of the Prophet, peace be upon him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, never performed seven rounds of Thawaf, but offered a Tulraqar prayer after them. Narrated Amr, We asked Ibn Umar, May Allah be pleased with them, Is it permissible for a man to have sexual relations with his wife during the Umrah before performing Sa'i, Thawaf, between As-Safa and Al-Marwa? He said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, arrived in Mecca and circumambulated the Garba seven times, then offered to Raqqa'ah prayer behind Maqami Ibrahim, the place of Abraham, then performed Sa'i, Fawaf, between As-Safa and Al-Marwa. Ibn Umar added, Indeed, in the Messenger of Allah, Muhammad, peace be upon him, you have a good example to follow. Quran Chapter 33, verse 21. And I asked Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, the same question. And he replied, you should not go near your wives. Have sexual relations. 
till you have finished sari. Tawaf between al-Safa and al-Marwa. Chapter on whoever did not go near the Kaaba and did not perform tawaf of the Kaaba after the first tawaf performed on entering Mecca till he proceeded to Arafat and returned. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet peace be upon him arrived at Mecca and performed tawaf of the Kaaba and Sa'i between al-Safa and al-Marwa. But he did not go near the Kaaba after his tawaf till he returned from Arafat. Chapter on whoever offered to Raqqa prayer of Qawaf outside the mosque. Umar offered the prayer outside the Haram, the sacred mosque. Narrated Ummi Salama, may Allah be pleased with her, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him. I informed Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, about my illness. Through other sub-narrators, Ummi Salama, may Allah be pleased with her, narrated that when Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was at Mecca and decided to depart from Mecca, while she had not yet done Tawaf of the Kaaba, and after listening to her, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, When the morning Salah, prayer, is established, perform the Tawaf on your camel while people are in Salah. So she did the same and did not offer the Turaqar of Tawaf until she came out of the mosque. Chapter on whoever offered the Turaqar, prayer, of Tawaf, behind Maqami Ibrahim, place of Abraham. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, reached Mecca, did the Tawaf, circumambulated the Kaaba seven times, and then offered a Turaqar prayer behind Maqami Ibrahim. Then he went towards As-Safa. Allah said, Indeed, in the Messenger of Allah, Muhammad, peace be upon him, you have a good example to follow. Quran, chapter 33, verse 21. Chapter on to perform Tawaf of the Kaaba after the morning and Asr prayer. Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, used to offer the Turaqar prayer of Tawaf before sunrise. And Umar performed the Tawaf of the Kaaba after the morning prayer, and then rode till he reached the Tawa, one of the districts of Mecca, and then offered the Turaqar of Tawaf. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, some people performed Tawaf of the Kaaba after the morning Salah prayer, and then sat to listen to a preacher till sunrise, and then they stood up for the Salah prayer. Then Aisha added, those people kept on sitting till it was the time in which the Salah prayer is disliked, and after that, when the sun had risen, they stood up for the Salah prayer. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him. I heard the Prophet, peace be upon him, forbidding the offering of Salah, prayer, at the time of sunrise and sunset. Narrated Abidah bin Humayd. Abdul Aziz bin Rufair said, I saw Abdullah bin Al-Zubayr, may Allah be pleased with them, performing Tawaf of the Kaaba after the Fajr prayer, then offering the two Raka'a Salah, prayer. Abdul Aziz added, I saw Abdullah bin Al-Zubayr, offering a two raka'ah, salah, after the asr prayer, 
he informed me that Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, told him that the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to offer those to Raqqa'ah prayer whenever he entered her house. Chapter on a sick person may perform tawaf of the Kaaba while riding. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, performed tawaf of the Kaaba riding a camel. At that time, the Prophet, peace be upon him, had foot injury. Whenever he came to the corner, having the black stone, he would point out towards it with a thing in his hand and say, Allahu Akbar. Narrated Ummi Salama, may Allah be pleased with her, I informed Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, about my sickness. He said, Perform tawaf of the Kaaba while riding behind the people. So I performed the tawaf while Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was offering the salah, prayer, beside the Kaaba, and was reciting Surah At-Tur. Chapter on Providing the Pilgrims with Water to Drink Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. Al-Abbas bin Abdul Muttalib, may Allah be pleased with him, asked the permission of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, to let him stay in Mecca during the nights of Mina, that is, when one is required to stay in Mina, in order to provide the pilgrims with water to drink. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, permitted him. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, came to the drinking place and asked for water. Al-Abbas said, O Fadl, go to your mother and bring water from her, for Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, Give me water to drink. Al-Abbas said, O Allah's Messenger, the people put their hands in it. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, again said, Give me water to drink. So he drank from that water and then went to the Zamzam well. And there the people were offering water to the others and working at it, drawing water from the well. The Prophet, peace be upon him, then said to them, Carry on, you are doing a good deed. Then he said, Were I not afraid that other people would compete with you in drawing water from the Zamzam well, I would certainly take the rope and put it over this. That is, his shoulder, to draw water. On saying that, the Prophet, peace be upon him, pointed to his shoulder. Chapter on what is said about Zamzam water Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, that Abu Dhar, may Allah be pleased with him, said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, The roof of my house was made open while I was at Mecca, on the night of Mi'raj, and Jibril, Gabriel, May Allah be pleased with him, descended. He opened up my chest and washed it with the water of Zamzam. Then he brought a golden tray full of wisdom and belief and poured it in my chest and then closed it. Then he took hold of my hand and ascended to the nearest heaven. Jibril told the gatekeeper of the nearest heaven to open the gate. The gatekeeper asked, Who is it? Jibril replied, I am Jibril. See Hadith number 349, Volume 1. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, I gave Zamzam water to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and he drank it while standing. Asim, 
a sub-narrator, said that Iqlima took the oath that on that day the Prophet, peace be upon him, had not been standing but riding a camel. Chapter on the Tawaf of Al-Qarin One who performs Hajj al-Qur'an Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. We set out with Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, in the year of his last Hajj, and we intended the Ihram for Umrah. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Whoever has a hadith with him should assume ihram for both hajj and umrah, and should not finish it till he performs both of them, hajj and umrah. When we reached Mecca, I got my menses. When we had performed our hajj, the Prophet, peace be upon him, sent me with Abdul Rahman to Tan'im, and I performed the umrah. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, This is in lieu of your missed umrah. Those who had assumed ihram for Umrah performed tawaf, sari, going between As-Safa and Al-Marwa, and then finished their ihram. And then they performed another tawaf, sari, going between As-Safa and Al-Marwa, after returning from Mina. And those who had assumed ihram for Hajj and Umrah together, Hajj al-Qur'an, performed only one tawaf, sari, going between As-Safa and Al-Marwa, Narrated Nafir, Abdullah bin Abdullah bin Umar and his riding animal entered the house of Ibn Umar. May Allah be pleased with them. He, the son of Ibn Umar, said, I fear that this year a battle might take place between the people, and you, Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, might be prevented from going to the Garba. I suggest that you should stay here. Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, said, once Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, set out for the pilgrimage, and the Mushrikun of Quraysh intervened between him and the Garba. So, if the people intervened between me and the Garba, I would do the same as Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had done. Indeed, in the Messenger of Allah, Muhammad, peace be upon him, you have a good example to follow. Then he added, I make you a witness that I have intended to perform Hajj along with Umrah. After arriving at Mecca, Ibn Umar performed one tawaf, sorry, only between As-Safa and Al-Marwa, for both Hajj and Umrah, that is, Hajj al-Qur'an. Narrated Nafir, Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, intended to perform Hajj in the year when Al-Hajjaj attacked Ibn Zubayr. Somebody said to Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, this is a danger of an impending battle between them. Ibn Umar said, Verily, in Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, you have a good example to follow. And if it happened as you say, then I would do the same as Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had done. I make you my witness that I have decided to perform Umrah. Then he set out, and when he reached Al-Baidah, he said, The ceremonies of both Hajj and Umrah are one and the same. I make you witness that I have made Hajj compulsory for me along with Umrah. He drove to Mecca, a hadith which he had bought from a place called Qudayd, and did not do more than that. He did not slaughter the hadith, or finish his ihram, or shave, or cut short his hair till the day of slaughtering, the sacrifices, 10th Dhil Hijjah. Then he slaughtered his hadith, and shaved his head, and considered the first Qabaf, Sari, of As-Safa and Al-Marwa, as sufficient for Hajj and Umrah. 
Ibn Umar said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, did the same. Chapter on Tawaf with Ablution Narrated Muhammad bin Abdul Rahman bin Nawfil al-Qurashi I asked Urwa bin al-Zubayr, may Allah be pleased with them, regarding the Hajj of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Urwa replied, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, informed me that when the Prophet, peace be upon him, reached Mecca, the first thing he started with was the ablution. Then he performed Qawaf at the Kaaba, and his intention was not Umrah alone, but Hajj and Umrah together. Later, Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, performed the Hajj, and the first thing he started with was Qawaf of the Kaaba, and it was not Umrah alone, but Hajj and Umrah together. And then Umar did the same. Then Uthman performed the Hajj, and the first thing he started with was Qawaf of the Kaaba, and it was not Umrah alone. And then Mu'awiyah and Abdullah bin Umar did the same. Then I performed Hajj with my father, Al-Zubayr bin Al-Awam. And the first thing he started with was Tawaf of the Kaaba, and it was not Umrah alone, but Hajj and Umrah together. Then I saw Al-Muhajirin, emigrants, and the Ansar doing the same, and it was not Umrah alone. And the last person I saw doing the same was Ibn Umar, and he did not do another Umrah after finishing the first. Now here is Ibn Umar present amongst the people. They neither ask him nor anyone of the previous ones. And all these people on entering Mecca would not start with anything unless they had performed Tawaf of the Garba and would not finish their Ihram. And no doubt, I saw my mother and my aunt on entering Mecca, doing nothing before performing Tawaf of the Kaaba, and they would not finish their Ihram. And my mother informed me that she, her sister, Azubair, and such and such persons had assumed Ihram for Umrah, and after passing their hands over the corner, the black stone, that is, finishing their Umrah, they finished their Ihram. Chapter on the Tawaf, Sa'i, between As-Safa and Al-Marwa is compulsory and is one of the symbols of Allah. Narrated Urwa, I asked Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, how do you interpret the statement of Allah? Verily, As-Safa and Al-Marwa, two mountains in Mecca, are of the symbols of Allah. So it is not a sin on him who performs Hajj or Umrah, pilgrimage of the house the Garba at Mecca, to perform the going, Tawaf, between them, As-Safa and Al-Marwa. Qur'an, chapter 2, verse 158. By Allah, it is evident from this revelation, there is no harm if one does not perform Tawaf between As-Safa and Al-Marwa. Aisha said, O my nephew, your interpretation is not true. Had this interpretation of yours been correct, the statement of Allah should have been, It is not a sin on him if he does not perform tawaf, sorry, going between them. But in fact, this divine revelation was revealed concerning the Ansar, who used to assume ihram for worshipping an idol called Manat, which they used to worship at a place called Al-Mushallal, before they embraced Islam. And whoever assumed ihram for the idol, 
would consider it not right to perform tawaf, sorry, going between al-Safa and al-Marwa. When they embraced Islam, they asked Allah's Messenger peace be upon him regarding it, saying, O Allah's Messenger, we used to refrain from tawaf, sorry, going between al-Safa and al-Marwa. So Allah revealed, Verily, al-Safa and al-Marwa, two mountains in Mecca, are of the symbols of Allah. Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, added, Surely, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, set as sunnah, legal way of tawaf, sari, going between al-Safa and al-Marwa. So nobody is allowed to omit the tawaf, sari, going between them. Later on, I, Urwa, told Abu Bakr bin Abdurrahman of Aisha's narration, and he said, I have not heard of such information, but I heard learned men saying that all the people, except those whom Aisha mentioned, and who used to assume ihram for the sake of manat, used to perform tawaf between al-Safa and al-Marwa. When Allah referred to the tawaf of the Kaaba and did not mention al-Safa and al-Marwa in the Quran, the people asked, O Allah's Messenger, we used to perform tawaf, sorry, going between al-Safa and al-Marwa. And Allah has revealed the verses concerning tawaf of the Kaaba and has not mentioned al-Safa and al-Marwa. Is there any sin if we perform tawaf, sorry, going between al-Safa and al-Marwa? So Allah revealed, verily, al-Safa and al-Marwa, two mountains at Mecca, are of the symbols of Allah. Abu Bakr said, It seems that this verse was revealed concerning the two groups. Those who used to refrain from tawaf, sorry, going between al-Safa and al-Marwa in the pre-Islamic period of ignorance, and those who used to perform the tawaf, sorry, going them. And after embracing Islam, and after embracing Islam, they refrained from the tawaf between them as Allah had enjoined tawaf of the Kaaba and did not mention, and did not mention tawaf, sorry, going of al-Safa and al-Marwa. Till later, Allah did mention it after mentioning the tawaf of the Kaaba. Chapter on what is said about sari between al-Safa and al-Marwa. And Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, said that sari is to be observed from the house of Bani Abad to the lane of Bani Abu Hussein. Narrated Nafir, Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, said, When Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, performed the first thawaf, he did ramal in the first three rounds and then walked into the remaining four rounds of thawaf of the Garba. Whereas in performing thawaf, sorry, going between al-Safa and al-Marwa. He used to run in the midst of the rainwater passage. I asked Nafir, did Abdullah bin Umar used to pass by on reaching the Yemenite corner? He replied, no, unless people were crowded at the corner. Otherwise, he would not leave it without touching it. Narrated Amr bin Dinar, we asked Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, whether a man who, while performing Umrah, had performed tawaf of the Kaaba, and had not yet performed tawaf, sari, going, between al-Safa and al-Marwa, could have sexual relation with his wife. 
Ibn Umar replied, The Prophet peace be upon him reached Mecca and performed the seven rounds of Tawaf of the Kaaba, and then offered a two-rakar prayer between Maqami Ibrahim, and then performed the Tawaf, sorry, going between As-Safa and Al-Marwa. He added, Verily, in Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, you have a good example to follow. We asked Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, the same question. And he said, He, that man, who should not come near his wife till he has completed Tawaf, sorry, going between Al-Safa and Al-Marwa. Narrated Amr bin Dinar, I heard Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, saying, the Prophet, peace be upon him, arrived at Mecca and performed Tawaf, Sari, going of the Kaaba, and then offered a two-raka prayer, and then performed Tawaf, Sari, going between As-Safa and Al-Marwa. Ibn Umar then recited the verse, Indeed, in the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, you have a good example to follow. Quran, Chapter 33, Verse 21. Narrated Asim, I asked Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, did you use to dislike to perform thawaf, sorry, going between As-Safa and Al-Marwa? He said, yes, as it was the ceremonies of the days of the pre-Islamic period of ignorance, till Allah revealed, verily, As-Safa and Al-Marwa, two mountains in Mecca, are of the symbols of Allah. So it is not a sin on him who perform Hajj or Umrah, pilgrimage of the house, the Karba at Mecca, to perform the going, Tawaf, between them, As-Safa and Al-Marwa. Quran, chapter 2, verse 158. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, performed Sari of the Karba and the Sari of As-Safa and Al-Marwa as to show his strength to the Al-Mushrikun. Footnote. Al-Mushrikun means polytheists, pagans, idolaters, and disbelievers in the oneness of Allah and in his messenger Muhammad, peace be upon him. Chapter on a menstruating woman can perform all the ceremonies of Hajj, except Tawaf of the Kaaba. What is said regarding the performance of Tawaf, Sari, going between As-Safa and Al-Marwa without ablution? Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, I was menstruating when I reached Mecca, so I neither performed Tawaf of the Kaaba nor the Tawaf, Sari, going between As-Safa and Al-Marwa. Then I informed Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, about it. He replied, Perform all the ceremonies of Hajj, like the other pilgrims, but do not perform Tawaf of the Kaaba till you get clean from your menses. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, and his companions assumed ihram for Hajj, and none except the Prophet, peace be upon him. And Talha had the Hadi, sacrifice with them. Ali arrived from Yemen and had a Hadi with him. Ali said, I have assumed ihram with the same intention as that of the Prophet, peace be upon him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, ordered his companions to perform the Umrah with the ihram which they had assumed. And after finishing Tawaf of the Kaaba, 
and Sa'i going, Al-Safa and Al-Marwa to cut short their head hair and to finish their ihram except those who had hadi with them. They, the people said, How can we proceed to Mina for Hajj after having sexual relations with our wives? When that news reached the Prophet, peace be upon him, he said, If I had formerly known what I came to know lately, I would not have brought the hadi with me. Had there been no hadi with me, I would have finished the state of ihram. Aisha got her menses, so she performed all the ceremonies of Hajj, except Tawaf of the Kaaba. And when she got clean from her menses, she performed Tawaf of the Kaaba. She said, O Allah's Messenger, all of you are returning with the Hajj and Umrah, but I am returning with Hajj only. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, ordered Abdul Rahman bin Abu Bakr to accompany her to Tan'im, and thus she performed the Umrah after the Hajj. Narrated Hafsa, may Allah be pleased with her, on the days of Eid, we used to forbid our virgins to go out for Eid prayers. A lady came and stayed at the place of Bani Khalaf. She mentioned that her sister was married to one of the companions of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, who participated in twelve Ghazawat, along with Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, and her sister was with him in six of them. She said, She used to apply dressing to the wounded and look after the sick. She, her sister, asked Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, Is there any harm for a woman to stay at home if she doesn't have a veil? He said, She should cover herself with the veil of her companion, and she should take part in the good deeds and in the religious gatherings of the believers. When Ummi Athliya, may Allah be pleased with her, came, I asked her, Did you hear anything about that? Ummi Athliya said, Bi Abi, and she never mentioned the name of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, without saying, Bi Abi, that is, let my father be sacrificed for you. We asked her, Have you heard Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saying so and so about women? She replied in the affirmative and said, Let my father be sacrificed for him. He told us that unmarried mature virgins who stay often screened, or unmarried young virgins, and mature girls who stay often screened, should come out and take part in the good deeds and in the religious gatherings of the believers. But the menstruating women should keep away from the masalla, a place of offering salah, prayers. I asked her, the menstruating women. She replied, don't they present themselves at Arafat and at such and such places? Footnote. Ghazavat means holy battles with the army led by the Prophet, peace be upon him. Chapter on Assuming Ihram from Al-Bathha and other places by those living in Mecca and by the pilgrims on departing for Mina. And Athwa was asked whether one residing in Mecca can say Talbiyah for Hajj. He said, Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, used to recite Talbiyah on the day of Tarviyah, 8th of Dhil Hijjah, only after offering the Luhr prayer and after mounting over his Rahila, Mount. Narrated Abdul Malik from Atha, from Jabir, may Allah be pleased with him. We arrived at Mecca along with the Prophet, peace be upon him, and then finished our ihram till it was the day of Tarviyah, eighth day of Dhil Hijjah. When we departed from Mecca and recited Talbiyah, assumed ihram for Hajj, Jabir said, We assumed ihram from Al Badhah. Ubaid bin Juraj said to Ibn Umar, 
May Allah be pleased with them. I see that while you are in Mecca, you do not assume ihram till the day of Tarviyah, whereas the others assume ihram after seeing the moon, first day of Dhul-Hijjah. Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, replied, I never saw the Prophet, peace be upon him, starting the Talbiyah till his mount was ready for the journey. Chapter on Where to Offer the Dhuhr Prayer on the Day of Tarviyah, Eighth Day of Dhul-Hijjah Narrated Abdul Aziz bin Rufay, I asked Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, tell me what you remember from Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, regarding these questions. Where did he offer the Dhuhr and Athr, eighth day of the Hijjah? He replied, he offered these prayers at Mina. I asked, where did he offer the Asr prayer on the day of Nafr, that is, departure from Mina, on the 12th or 13th of the Hijjah? He replied, At Al-Abdhah, and then added, You should do as your chiefs do. Narrated Abdul Aziz, I went out to Mina on the day of Tarbiyah, and met Anas, may Allah be pleased with him, going on a donkey. I asked him, Where did the Prophet, peace be upon him, offer the Dhuhr prayer on this day? Anas replied, See where your chiefs offer prayer, so you too offer prayer where they offer prayer. Chapter on As-Salah at Mina Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, offered two raka'ah, shortened salah, prayer, during Hajj, at Mina. Abu Bakr, Umar, and Uthman, during the early years of his caliphate, followed the same practice. Narrated Haritha bin Wahhab al-Khuzai, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, led and offered with us two raka'ah, shortened salah, prayer, during Hajj, at Mina, although our number was more than ever and we were in better security than ever. Narrated Abdullah bin Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, I offered with the Prophet, peace be upon him, two raka'ah, shortened salah, prayer, during Hajj, at Mina, and similarly with Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, and with Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, and then you deferred in opinions. Wish that I would be lucky enough to have two of the four raka'ah accepted by Allah. Chapter on Fasting on the Day of Arafah at Arafat Narrated Ummi al-Fadl, may Allah be pleased with her. The people doubted whether the Prophet, peace be upon him, was observing the fast on the day of Arafah. So I sent something for him to drink and he drank it. Chapter on the recitation of Talbiyah and Takbir while proceeding from Mina to Arafat. Narrated Muhammad bin Abu Bakr al-Thaqafi. I asked Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him. While we were proceeding from Mina to Arafat, what do you use to do on this day when you were with Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him? Anas said, some of us used to recite Talbiyah, and nobody objected to that. And others used to recite Takbir, and nobody objected to that. Chapter on to proceed at noon, on the day of Arafah, ninth of Dhul Hijjah, from the mosque of Namira towards Arafat. Narrated Salim, Abdul Malik wrote to Al-Hajjaj that he should not defer from Ibn Umar, 
May Allah be pleased with them during Hajj. On the day of Arafah, when the sun declined at midday, Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, came along with me and shouted near Al-Hajjaj's cotton cloth tent. Al-Hajjaj came out, wrapping himself with a waist sheet dyed with safflower, and said, O Abu Abdul Rahman, what is the matter? He said, If you want to follow the Sunnah, legal way of the Prophet peace be upon him, then proceed to Arafat. Al-Hajjaj asked, At this very hour? Ibn Umar said, Yes. He replied, Please wait for me till I pour some water over my head. That is, take a bath and come out. Then Ibn Umar dismounted and waited till Al-Hajjaj came out. So he, Al-Hajjaj, walked in between me and my father, Ibn Umar. I said to him, If you want to follow the Sunnah, then deliver a brief khutbah, religious talk, and hurry up for the stay at Arafat. He started looking at Abdullah ibn Umar uninquiringly, and when Abdullah noticed that, he said that I had told the truth. Chapter on Staying on One's Riding Animal at Arafat Narrated Ummi al-Fadl binti al-Harith, may Allah be pleased with them. On the day of Arafat, some people who were with me deferred about the fasting of the Prophet peace be upon him. Some said that he was observing Saum, fasting, while others said that he was not observing Saum. So I sent a bowl full of milk to him while he was riding his camel, and he drank that milk. Chapter on to offer the two Salah together, the Zuhr prayer and the Asr prayer at Arafat. And whenever Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, missed the Salah prayer, with the Imam, he used to offer the two salah together. Ibn Shahab said, Salim said, In the year when Al-Hajjaj bin Yusuf attacked Ibn Zubair, may Allah be pleased with them, the former asked Abdullah ibn Umar what to do during the stay on the day of Arafah, ninth of Dhul Hijjah. I said to him, If you want to follow the Sunnah, the legal way of the Prophet peace be upon him, you should offer the salah just after midday on the day of Arafah. Abdullah bin Umar said, He, Salim, has spoken the truth. They, the companions of the Prophet peace be upon him, used to offer the Luhr and the Asr prayer together, according to the Sunnah. I asked Salim, Did Allah's Messenger peace be upon him do that? Salim said, And in doing that, do you people follow anything else except his, peace be upon him's Sunnah? Chapter on to shorten the khutbah, religious talk, on the day of Arafah. Narrated Salim bin Abdullah bin Umar, Abdul Malik bin Marwan wrote to Al-Hajjaj that he should follow Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, in all the ceremonies of Hajj. So when it was the day of Arafah, ninth of Dhul Hijjah, and after the sun has declined from the middle of the sky, I and Ibn Umar, May Allah be pleased with them, came, and he shouted near the cotton cloth tent of Al-Hajjaj. Where is he? Al-Hajjaj came out. Ibn Umar said, Let us proceed to Arafat. Al-Hajjaj asked, Just now? Ibn Umar replied, Yes. Al-Hajjaj said, Wait for me till I pour water on me. That is, take a bath. So Ibn Umar dismounted and waited till Al-Hajjaj came out. 
he was walking between me and my father. I informed Al-Hajjaj, If you want to follow the Sunnah, the legal way of the Prophet peace be upon him today, then you should shorten the khutbah, religious talk, and then hurry up for the stay at Arafat. Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, said, He, Salim, has spoken the truth. Chapter on to hurry up for the stay at Arafat and the staying at Arafat. Narrated Muhammad bin Jubair bin Mudarim. My father said, Before Islam, I was looking for my camel. The same narration is told by a different sub-narrator. Jubair bin Mudarim said, My camel was lost, and I went out in search of it on the day of Arafat, and I saw the Prophet, peace be upon him, standing in Arafat. I said to him, By Allah, he is from the Hums. Literally, strictly religious Quraysh were called so. They used to say, We are the people of Allah. We shall not go out of the sanctuary. What has brought him here? Narrated Urwa, during the pre-Islamic period of ignorance, the people used to perform Qabav of the Kaaba, naked except the Hums. And the Hums were Quraysh and their offspring. The Hums used to give clothes to the men who would perform the Tawaf wearing them. And women of the Hums used to give clothes to the women who would perform the Tawaf wearing them. Those to whom the Hums did not give clothes would perform Tawaf round the Kaaba naked. Most of the people used to go away, disperse, directly from Arafat. But they, Hums, used to depart after staying at Al-Muzdalifah. Urwa added, my father narrated that Aisha had said the following verses were revealed about the Hums. Then depart from the place whence all the people depart. Quran, chapter 2, verse 199. Urwa added, They, the Hums, used to stay at Al-Muzdalifa and used to depart from there to Mina, and so they were ordered to proceed to Arafat by Allah's order. Footnote Hums means the tribe of Quraysh. Their offspring and their allies were called Hums. This word implies enthusiasm and strictness. The Hums used to say, We are the people of Allah, and we shall not go out of the sanctuary of Mecca. They thought themselves superior to the other people. Chapter on one speed while one is departing from Arafat. Narrated Urwa, Usama, may Allah be pleased with him, was asked in my presence, How was the speed of the camel of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, while departing from Arafat during the Hajjatul Wada? Usama replied, The Prophet, peace be upon him, proceeded on with a modest pace, and when there was enough space, he would make his camel go very fast. Chapter on to dismount between Arafat and Jamar, that is, Al-Muzdalifa, because of a necessity. Narrated Usama bin Zaid, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, after departing from Arafat, he went towards the mountain path, and there he answered the call of nature, and then performed ablution. I asked, O Allah's Messenger, will you offer the Salah, prayer, here? He replied, the place of as 
prayer is ahead of you. That is, at Al-Muzdalifah. Narrated Nafir, Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, used to offer the Maghrib and Isha prayer together at Jamr, Al-Muzdalifah. But he used to pass by that mountain path where Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, went. And he would enter it and answer the call of nature and perform ablution and would not offer any salah, prayer, till he had offered salah, prayer at Jamr, that is, Muzdalifah. Narrated Usama bin Zaid, may Allah be pleased with them, I rode behind Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, from Arafat, and when Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, reached the mountain path on the left side, which is before Al-Muzdalifah, he made his camel kneel, and then urinated, and then I poured water for his ablution. He performed light ablution, and then I said to him, Is it the time for salah, prayer, O Allah's Messenger? He replied, The place of salah, prayer is ahead of you. That is, at Al-Muzdalifah. So Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, rode till he reached Al-Muzdalifah. And then he offered the salah, prayer, there. Then in the morning, 10th Dhul-Hijjah, Al-Fadl bin Abbas rode behind Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Qurayb, a sub-narrator, said that Abdullah bin Abbas narrated from Al-Fadl. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, kept on reciting Talbiyah during the journey till he reached the Jamra, Jamratul Aqaba. Chapter on the order of the Prophet, peace be upon him, that people should be calm and patient on proceeding from Arafat and the waving of his lash towards them. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. I proceeded along with the Prophet, peace be upon him, on the day of Arafah, 9th Dhul-Hijjah. The Prophet, peace be upon him, heard a great hue and cry and the beating of camels behind him. So he beckoned to the people with his lash. O people, be quiet. Hastening is not a sign of righteousness. Chapter on the Offering of Tu Salah, Prayer, together at Al-Muzdalifah. Narrated Usama bin Zaid, may Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, proceeded from Arafat and dismounted at the mountain path, and then urinated and performed a light ablution. I said to him, Shall we offer the salah, the prayer? He replied, The salah is ahead of you. That is, at Al-Muzdalifah. When he came to Al-Muzdalifah, he performed a perfect ablution. Then Iqama for the salah. Prayer was pronounced, and he offered the Maghrib prayer, and then every person made his camel kneel at his place. And then Iqama for the Salah prayer was pronounced, and he offered the Isha prayer, and he did not offer any Salah prayer in between them, that is Maghrib and Isha prayer. Chapter on whoever combined offered together the two prayers, Maghrib and Isha prayer, at one time, and did not offer any optional prayers. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet, peace be upon him, offered the Maghrib and Isha prayer together at Jamr, that is, Al-Muzdalifah, with a separate Iqama for each of them, and did not offer any optional prayer in between them or after each of them. Narrated Abu Ayyub al-Ansari, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, offered the Maghrib and Isha prayers together at Al-Muzdalifah. 
chapter on whoever pronounced one adhan for both and iqama for each of them, the Maghrib and the Isha prayer. Narrated Abdul Rahman bin Yazid, Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, performed the Hajj and we reached Al-Muzdalifa at or about the time of the Isha prayer. He ordered a man to pronounce the Adhan and Iqama, and then he offered the Maghrib prayer and offered two Raka'ah prayer after it. Then he asked for his supper and took it. And then, I think, he ordered a man to pronounce the Adhan and Iqama for the Isha prayer. Amr, a sub-narrator, said, The intervening statement, I think, was said by the sub-narrator Zuhair. That is, not by Abdul Rahman. Then Abdullah offered two raka'ah of Isha prayer. When the day dawned, Abdullah said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, never offered any salah, prayer, at this hour except this salah, at this time and at this place and on this day. Abdullah added, These two salah are shifted from their actual times. The Maghrib prayer is offered when the people reached Al-Mustalifa and the Fajr prayer at the early dawn. Abdullah added, I saw the Prophet, peace be upon him, doing that. Chapter on whosoever sent the weak amongst his family, women and children, early from Al-Muzdalifa to Mina, at night after the moon had set, they stayed at Al-Muzdalifa and invoked Allah there and proceeded from there when the moon had set. Narrated Salim, Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, used to send the weak among his family early to Mina. So they used to depart from Al-Mash'ar al-Haram, that is Al-Muzdalifa, at night, when the moon had set, and invoke Allah as much as they could, and then they would return to Mina, before the Imam had started from Al-Muzdalifa to Mina. So some of them would reach Mina at the time of the Fajr prayer, and some of them would come later. When they reached Mina, they would throw pebbles on the Jamarah, Jamaratul Aqaba. Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, used to say, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, gave the permission to them, weak people, to do so. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, had sent me from Jamar, that is, Al-Muzdalifa, at night. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, I was among those whom the Prophet peace be upon him sent on the night of Al-Muzdalifa early, being among the weak members of his family. Narrated Abdullah, the slave of Asma, may Allah be pleased with her. During the night of Jamr, Asma got down at Al-Muzdalifa and stood up for offering the Salah, prayer, and offered the Salah for some time and then asked, O my son, has the moon set? I replied in the negative. And she again offered salah for another period and then asked, Has the moon set? I replied, Yes. So she said that she should set out for Mina, and we departed and went on till she threw pebbles at the Jamrah, Jamrat al-Aqaba, and then she returned to her dwelling place and offered the morning prayer. I asked her, O Hanta, I think we have come to Mina early in the night. She replied, O my son, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, gave permission to the women to do so. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. Sauda, 
asked the permission of the Prophet, peace be upon him, to leave early at the night of Jummer, and she was a fat and very slow woman. The Prophet, peace be upon him, gave her permission. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. We got down at Al-Muzdalifa, and Soda asked the permission of the Prophet, peace be upon him, to leave early, before the rush of the people. She was a slow woman, and he gave her permission. So she departed from Al-Muzdalifa, before the rush of the people. We kept on staying at Al-Muzdalifa till dawn, and set out with the Prophet, peace be upon him. But I suffered so much that I wished I had taken the permission of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, as Sauda had done, and that would have been dearer to me than any other happiness. Chapter on At What Time Is the Fajr Prayer to be Offered at Jamar? Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him. I never saw the Prophet, peace be upon him, offering any salah, prayer, not at its stated time, except two. He offered the Maghrib and the Isha prayer together, and he offered the Fajr prayer before its usual time at Al-Muzdalifa on the day of Nahr. Narrated Abdurrahman bin Yazid, I went out with Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him, to Mecca, and when we reached Jama'ah from Arafat, he offered the two Salah prayer, the Maghrib and the Isha prayer together, making the Adhan and Iqamah separately for each Salah. He took his supper in between the two salah. He offered the Fajr prayer as soon as the day dawned. Some people said, The day had dawned at the time of the salah, and others said, The day had not dawned. Abdullah then said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, These two salah prayers have been shifted from their stated times at this place only, at Al-Muzdalifa. First, the Maghrib and the Isha. The people may not arrive at Al-Muzdalifa till the time of the Isha prayer has become due. The second salah is the morning prayer which is offered at this hour. Then Abdullah stayed there till it became a bit brighter. He then said, If chief of the believers hastened onwards to Mina just now, then he had indeed followed the sunnah, legal way of the Prophet peace be upon him. I do not know which preceded the other. His, Abdullah's statement, or the departure of Uthman, may Allah be pleased with him. Abdullah kept on reciting Talbiyah till he threw pebbles at the Jamaratul Aqaba on the day of Nahar, that is, the 10th of the Hijjah. Chapter on when to depart from Jamar, that is, Al-Muzdalifa. Narrated Umr bin Maymun, I saw Umr, may Allah be pleased with him, offering the morning prayer at Jamar. Then he got up and said, the Mushrikun did not use to depart from Jamar till the sun had risen. And they used to say, Let the sun shine on Thabir, a mountain. But the Prophet, peace be upon him, did contrary to them and departed from Jamar before sunrise. Chapter on the recitation of Talbiyah and Takbir in the morning of the day of Nahr till the Rami of Jamaratul Aqaba and riding behind somebody else on a riding animal. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, made Al-Fadl ride behind him. And Al-Fadl informed that he, the Prophet, peace be upon him, kept on reciting Talbiyah till he did the Rami of the Jamara, Jamaratul Aqaba. Narrated Ubadullah bin Abdullah, Ibn Abbas, 
May Allah be pleased with them, said Usama bin Zayd. May Allah be pleased with them, rode behind the Prophet, peace be upon him, from Arafat to Al-Muzdalifa, and then from Al-Muzdalifa to Mina. Al-Fadl rode behind him. He added, Both of them, Usama and Al-Fadl said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, was constantly reciting Talbiyah, till he did Rami of the Jamaratul Aqaba. Chapter on And whosoever performs the Umrah in the months of Hajj before performing the Hajj, that is, Hajj al-Qur'an and Hajj al-Tamatar, he must slaughter an animal, Hadi, such as he can afford it till present at the Al-Masjid al-Haram at Mecca. Qur'an, Chapter 2, Verse 196 Narrated Abu Jamra, I asked Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, about Hajj al-Tamatar. He ordered me to perform it. I asked him about the Hadi, sacrifice. He said, You have to slaughter a camel, a cow or a sheep, and you may share the Hadi with the others. It seemed that some people disliked it, Hajj al-Tamatar. I slept and dreamt as if a person was announcing. Hajj Mabrur and accepted Mutar. Hajj al-Tamatar. I went to Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, and narrated it to him. He said, Allahu Akbar, Allah is the most great. That was the sunnah, legal way, of Abu Qasim, that is, Prophet, peace be upon him. Narrated Shurba, that the call in the dream was, and accepted Umrah and Hajj Mabrur. Chapter on riding over the budn, camels, cows, oxen for sacrifice. Allah's statement refers to this. And the budn, cows, oxen or camels, driven for to be offered as sacrifice by the pilgrims at the sanctuary of Mecca. We have made for you as among the symbols of Allah, wherein you have much good. So mention the name of Allah over them when they are drawn up in lines for sacrifice. Then when they are down on their sides after slaughter, up to and give glad tidings, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, to Muhsinun, doers of good. Quran, chapter 22, verse 36 to 37. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, saw a man driving his badana, sacrificial camel. He said, Ride on it. The man said, It is a badana. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Ride on it. He, the man said, It is a badana. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Ride on it. And on the second or the third time, he, the Prophet, peace be upon him, added, Woe to you. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, saw a man driving a badana. He said, Ride on it. The man replied, It is a badana. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said again, Ride on it. He, the man said, It is a badana. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said thrice, Ride on it. Chapter on Whoever Drove the Budan, Sacrificial Camels or Cows, Along with Him Narrated Ibn Umar, May Allah be pleased with them. During the last Hajj, Hajj al-Wada, of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, he performed Umrah and Hajj together, and offered Hadi. 
sacrificial animal, which he drove along with him from Dhul Hulayfa. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, started by assuming ihram for Umrah and then for Hajj. And the people too performed the Umrah and Hajj together along with the Prophet, peace be upon him. Some of them brought the Hadi and drove it along with them, while the other did not. So when the Prophet, peace be upon him, arrived at Mecca, he said to the people, Whoever among you has driven the Hadi should not finish his ihram till he completes his Hajj. And whoever among you has not driven the Hadi with him should perform Tawaf of the Garba and the Sari, going between Al-Safa and Al-Marwa, then cut short his head hair and finish his ihram, and should later assume ihram for Hajj. But he must offer a Hadi, sacrifice. And if anyone cannot afford a Hadi, he should fast for three days during the Hajj and seven days when he returns home. That is, Hajj al-Tamattar. The Prophet, peace be upon him, performed Tawaf of the Kaaba on his arrival at Mecca. He touched the black stone corner first of all and then did Ramal, fast walking without moving of the shoulders. During the first three rounds round the Kaaba and during the last four rounds, he walked normally. After finishing Tawaf of the Kaaba, he offered a two-raka'ah prayer at Maqami Ibrahim. And after finishing the Salah prayer, he went to As-Safa and Al-Marwa and performed seven goings of Tawaf, Sari between them, and did not do any deed forbidden because of Ihram till he finished all the ceremonies of his Hajj and sacrificed his Hadi on the day of Nahr, tenth day of the Hijjah. He then hastened onwards to Mecca and performed Tawaf al-Ifadah of the Kaaba and then everything that was forbidden because of Ihram became permissible. Those who took and drove the Hadi with them did the same as Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, did. Hajj al-Qur'an Narrated Urwa, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, informed me about the Hajj and Umrah together of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and so did the people who were with him during that Hajj and Umrah, a narration similar to the narration of Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. Hadith number 1691 Chapter on Buying the Hadi on the Way Narrated Nafir, Abdullah bin Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, said to his father, Stay here, for I am afraid that it, affliction between Ibn Zubayr and Al-Hajjaj, might prevent you from reaching the Kaaba. Ibn Umar said, In this case, I would do the same as Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, did. And Allah has said, Indeed, in the Messenger of Allah, you have a good example to follow. So I make you people witness that I have made Umrah compulsory for me. So he assumed Ihram for Umrah. Then he went out, and when he reached Al-Bayda, he assumed Ihram for Hajj and Umrah together and said, The conditions, requisites of Hajj and Umrah are the same. He then bought a Hadi from Qudayd. Then he arrived at Mecca and performed Tawbaf. Sorry going between As-Safa and Al-Marwa, once for both Hajj and Umrah, and did not finish the Ihram till he had finished both Hajj and Umrah. Hajj al-Qur'an Chapter on Marking and Garlanding the Hadi at Dhul-Hulayfa and then Assuming Ihram Nafir said, Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, 
took the Hadith from Al-Madinah at the time of Hudaybiyah. He garlanded and marked it at Dhul-Hulayfa and stabbed the right side of its hump with a blade. And then he made it kneel with its face towards the Qibla, Garba at Mecca. Narrated Al-Miswar bin Makhrama and Marwan, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet peace be upon him set out from Al-Madinah with over 1,000 of his companions at the time of the Treaty of Hudaybiyah. And when they reached Dhul-Hulayfa, the Prophet peace be upon him garlanded his hadith and marked it and assumed ihram for Umrah. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, I twisted with my own hands the garlands for the budn, camels for sacrifice, of the Prophet peace be upon him, who garlanded and marked them, and then made them proceed to Mecca. Yet, no permissible thing was regarded as illegal for him then. Chapter on to twist and make the garlands for the budn, hadi camels for sacrifice, and cows. Narrated Hafsa, may Allah be pleased with her. I said, O Allah's Messenger, what is wrong with the people? They have finished their ihram, but you have not. He said, I matted my hair, and I have garlanded my hadi, so I will not finish my ihram till I have finished my hajj. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, used to send the hadi from al Madinah and I used to twist the garlands for his hadith, and he did not keep away from any of those things which a muhrim keeps away from. Chapter on the Marking of the Budan Camels for Sacrifice Al-Miswar, may Allah be pleased with him, said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, garlanded al-hadith, animals meant for sacrifice, and marked them and assumed ihram for umrah. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, I twisted the garlands for the hadi, animals meant for sacrifice, of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and then he marked and garlanded them, or I garlanded them, and then made them proceed to the Garba at Mecca, but he remained at Al-Madinah, and no permissible thing was regarded as illegal for him then. Chapter on whoever puts the garlands round the necks of the hadi animals meant for sacrifice with one's own hands. Narrated Abdullah bin Abu Bakr bin Amr bin Hazm that Amra bin the Abdurrahman had told him. Ziyad bin Abu Sufyan wrote to Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, that Abdullah bin Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, had stated, whoever sends his hadith to the Garba, all the things which are illegal for a pilgrim become illegal for that person till he slaughters it. That is, till the 10th of Dhul-Hijjah. Amra added, Aisha said, It is not like what Ibn Abbas had said. I twisted the garlands of the hadith of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, with my own hands. Then Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, put them round their neck with his own hands, then sent them to Mecca with my father. Yet nothing permitted by Allah was considered illegal for Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, till the hadith were slaughtered. Chapter on the Garlanding of Sheep Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, once the Prophet, peace be upon him, sent sheep as hadi. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, I used to make the garlands for the hadi of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and he would garland the sheep with them, and would stay with his family as a non-Muhrim. 
Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. I used to twist the garlands for the sheep of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and he would send them to the Garba and stay as a non-Muhrim. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. I twisted the garlands for the Hadi of the Prophet, peace be upon him, before he assumed Ihram. Chapter on the Garlands Made from Colored Wool Narrated the mother of the believers, Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. I twisted the garlands of the Hadi from the colored wool, which was with me. Chapter on Garlanding the Hadi with a Shoe Narrated Ikrama, Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him, said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, saw a man driving a badana, sacrificial camel. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said to him, Ride on it. He replied, It is a badana. The Prophet, peace be upon him, again said, Ride on it. Abu Huraira added, Then I saw that man riding it, showing obedience to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and a shoe was hanging from its neck. Narrated Abu Huraira, May Allah be pleased with him, on the authority of the Prophet, peace be upon him, as above. Chapter on the Covering Sheet of the Budan Camels for Sacrifice Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, used to tear off only the part of the sheet covering the camel's hump. At the time of slaughtering the sacrifice, he would remove the sheet, lest it should get spoiled with blood, and later on, he would give it the sheet in charity. Narrated Ali, may Allah be pleased with him, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, ordered me to give in charity the skin and the coverings of the budin which I had slaughtered. Chapter on the Purchase of Hadi on the Way and Garlanding It Narrated Nafir Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, intended to perform Hajj in the year of the Hajj of Al-Haruriyah during the rule of Ibn Zubayr. May Allah be pleased with them, some people said to him, It is very likely that there will be a fight among the people, and we are afraid that they might prevent you from performing Hajj. He replied, Verily, in Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, there is a good example for you to follow. In this case, I would do the same as he, peace be upon him, had done. I make you witness that I have intended to perform Umrah. When he reached Al-Ba'idah, he said, the conditions for both Hajj and Umrah are the same. I make you witness that I have intended to perform Hajj along with Umrah. After that, he took a garlanded hadi to Mecca, which he bought on the way. When he reached Mecca, he performed Thawaf of the Kaaba and Sa'i of Aslafa and Al Marwa, and did not do more than that. He did not make legal for himself the things which were illegal for a Muhrim till it was the day of Nahr sacrifice, when he had his head shaved and slaughtered the sacrifice, and considered sufficient his first thawaf, sari, going between al-Safa and al-Marwa, as a sari for his hajj and umrah both. He then said, the Prophet peace be upon him used to do like that. Chapter on to slaughter cows as sacrifices on behalf of one's wives without being ordered by them. Narrated Amra bin the Abdul Rahman, I heard Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, saying, Five days before the end of Dhul Qa'dah, 
We set out from Al-Madinah in the company of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, with the intention of performing Hajj only. When we approached Makkah, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, ordered those who had no hadi with them to finish their ihram after performing thawaf of the Kaaba and Sa'i, going between Al-Safa and Al-Marwa. Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, added, On the day of Nahr, beef was brought to us. I asked, What is this? It was said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, has slaughtered cows as sacrifices on behalf of his wives. Chapter Unto Slaughter, Sacrifices at the Manhar, Slaughtering Place of the Prophet, peace be upon him, at Mina. Narrated Nafir, Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, used to slaughter his sacrifice at the Manhar. Ubaidullah, a sub-narrator, said, The Manhar of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Narrated Nafir, Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, used to send his hadi from Jamar to Mina in the last third of the night with the pilgrims, amongst whom there were free men and slaves, till it was made to enter into the manhar, slaughtering place, of the Prophet. Chapter on Nahar, Slaughtering One's Hadi with One's Own Hands Footnote regarding the word Nahar, see Hadith number 982, and its chapter 22, along with its footnote. Narrated Sahl bin Bakr the narration of Anas, abridged, saying, The Prophet, peace be upon him, performed Nahar, slaughtered, with his own hands, seven budden, camels, while standing. While at Medina on the day of Eidul Adha, he, the Prophet, peace be upon him, slaughtered, sacrificed, two horned rams, black and white in color. Chapter on Slaughtering the Camels After Tying Their One Leg Narrated Ziyad bin Jubair. I saw Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, passing by a man who had made his badana sit to slaughter it. Ibn Umar said, Slaughter it while it is standing with one of its legs tied up, as is the sunnah, legal way, of Muhammad, peace be upon him. Chapter on to slaughter the budun, camels for sacrifice, while they are standing. Ibn Umar May Allah be pleased with them, said, That was the sunnah, legal way of Muhammad, peace be upon him. Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, said, Sawaf means the camels standing in rows or in lines for sacrifice. Narrated Anas, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, offered four raka'ah at Zuhur prayers at Al-Madinah and two raka'ah of Asr prayer at Dhul-Hulayfah and spent the night there, and when the day dawned, he mounted his rahila, mount, and started, saying, La ilaha illallah, none has the right to be worshipped but Allah, and glorified be Allah. When he reached Al-Ba'idah, he recited Talbiyah for both Hajj and Umrah. And when he arrived at Mecca, he ordered them, his companions, to finish their ihram. The Prophet, peace be upon him, slaughtered seven budden camels with his own hands while the camels were standing once the prophet peace be upon him sacrificed two horned rams black and white in color at al-madina on the day of eidul adha narrated anas bin malik may allah be pleased with him the prophet peace be upon him offered four rakah of Luhur prayers 
at Al-Madina, and two raka'ah of Asr prayer at Dhul-Hulayfa. Narrated Ayyub, a man said, Anas said, Then he, the Prophet peace be upon him, passed the night there till dawn, and then he offered the Fajr prayer, and mounted his Rahila, mount, and when it arrived at Al-Ba'idah, he assumed Ihram for both Umrah and Hajj. Chapter on the Butcher Should Not Be Given Anything of the Hadi Narrated Ali, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, sent me to supervise the slaughtering of Budun, Hadi, and ordered me to distribute their meat, and then he ordered me to distribute their covering sheets and skins. Ali, may Allah be pleased with him, added, The Prophet, peace be upon him, ordered me to supervise the slaughtering of the Budun, and not to give anything of it to the butcher as wages for slaughtering. Chapter on the skins of Al-Hadi are to be given in charity. Narrated Ali, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, ordered me to supervise the slaughtering of Budan, Hadi, camel, and to distribute their meat, skins and covering sheets in charity, and not to give anything of it to the butcher as wages for slaughtering, etc. Chapter on the covering sheets of Budan are to be given in charity. Narrated Ali, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, offered one hundred Budan as Hadi, and ordered me to distribute their meat in charity, and I did so. Then he ordered me to distribute their covering sheets in charity, and I did so. Then he ordered me to distribute their skins in charity, and I did so. Chapter on And Remember When We Showed Ibrahim, Abraham, The Side of the Sacred House, Garba at Mecca, Saying, Associate not anything in worship with me, La ilaha illallah. None has the right to be worshipped but Allah, Islamic monotheism, and sanctify my house for those who circumambulate it, and those who stand up for prayer, and those who bow. Submit themselves with humility and obedience to Allah, and make prostration in prayer, and proclaim to mankind the Hajj pilgrimage. They will come to you on foot, up to. Then that is better for him with his Lord. Quran, chapter 22, verse 26 to 30. Chapter on what is to be eaten of Budan by the one who offers them and what is to be distributed in charity. Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, said, The animals slaughtered as a penalty for hunting, illegally, and the animal offered because of a vow should not be eaten by the person who has offered them, but he can eat from other kinds of offerings, as hadith. And Allah said, It is permissible to eat and let others eat the meat of the hadith animals. Sacrificed for Hajjat Tamattar. Narrated Ibn Juraj. Allah said, I heard Jabir bin Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with them, saying, We never ate the meat of the Budan of Mina for more than three days. Later, the Prophet, peace be upon him, gave us permission by saying, Eat and take meat with you. So, we ate some and took some with us. I asked Allah, did Jabir say that they went on eating the meat 
till they reached Al-Madinah? Ata replied, No. Narrated Amrah, I heard Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, saying, We set out from Al-Madinah, along with Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, five days before the end of the Al-Qa'dah, with the intention of performing Hajj only. When we approached Mecca, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, ordered those who had no hadi, along with them, to finish the ihram after performing thawaf of the Kaaba, and sorry, going between As-Safa and Al-Marwa. Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, added, Beef was brought to us on the day of Nahar, and I said, What is this? Somebody said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, has slaughtered cows on behalf of his wives. Chapter on Slaughtering Before Having One's Head Shaved Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, was asked about a person who had his head shaved before slaughtering his hadi or other similar ceremonies of hajj. He replied, There is no harm. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. A man said to the Prophet, peace be upon him, I perform the tawaf al-ifadah before the rami, throwing pebbles at the jamarah. The Prophet, peace be upon him, replied, There is no harm. The man said, I had my head shaved before slaughtering the hadi. The Prophet, peace be upon him, replied, There is no harm. He said, I have slaughtered the hadi before the rami. The Prophet, peace be upon him, replied, There is no harm. Narrated Ibn Abbas, May Allah be pleased with them. A man asked the Prophet, peace be upon him, saying, I have done the rami in the evening. The Prophet, peace be upon him, replied, There is no harm in it. Another man asked, I had my head shaved before slaughtering the hadi. The Prophet, peace be upon him, replied, There is no harm in it. Narrated Abu Musa, May Allah be pleased with him. I came to Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, when he was at Al-Badha. He asked me, Have you intended to perform the Hajj? I replied in the affirmative. He asked, With that intention have you assumed Ihram? I replied, I have assumed Ihram with the same intention as that of the Prophet, peace be upon him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, You have done well. Go and perform Tawaf round the Kaaba and Sari, going Al-Safa and Al-Marwa. Then I went to one of the women of Bani Qais, and she took our lies from my head. Later, I assumed another Ihram for Hajj, so I used to give this verdict to the people till the Caliphate of Umar. May Allah be pleased with him. When I told him about it, he said, If we take, follow Allah's book, then it orders you to remain in the state of Ihram till you finish from Hajj. And if you follow the Sunnah of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, then he did not finish his Ihram till the Hadith had reached its destination, had been sacrificed. That is, Hajj al-Qur'an. See Hadith number 1559. Footnote on remain in the state of ihram till you finish from hajj. That is, to not finish the ihram, either perform hajj al-qiran if you have a hadi, or perform hajj alone without the umrah, and that is the opinion of Umar. May Allah be pleased with him. Chapter on whoever matted his head hair on assuming ihram and had his head hair shaved 
on finishing the ihram. Narrated Ibn Umar, May Allah be pleased with them. Hafsa, May Allah be pleased with her, said, O Allah's Messenger, what is wrong with the people? They finished their ihram after performing umrah, but you have not finished it after your umrah. He replied, I have matted my head hair and have garlanded my hadi, so I cannot finish my ihram till I slaughter my hadi. Chapter on to shave the head and or to have the head hair cut short on finishing the ihram. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, got his head shaved after performing his hajj. Narrated Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, O Allah, be merciful to those who have got their heads shaved. The people said, O Allah's Messenger, and invoke Allah for those who have got their head hair cut short. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, O Allah, be merciful to those who have got their heads shaved. The people said, O Allah's Messenger, and those who have got their head hair cut short. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, the third time, and to those who have got their head hair cut short. Nafir said that the Prophet, peace be upon him, had said once or twice, O Allah, be merciful to those who have got their head shaved. And on the fourth time he added, and to those who have got their head hair cut short. Narrated Abu Huraira, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, said, O Allah, forgive those who have got their heads shaved. The people requested the Prophet, peace be upon him, saying, Also those who have got their head hair cut short. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, O Allah, forgive those who have their heads shaved. The people requested the Prophet, peace be upon him, saying, also invoke Allah for those who have got their head hair cut short. The Prophet, peace be upon him, invoked Allah for those who have got their heads shaved and at the third time said, Also forgive those who have got their head hair cut short. Narrated Abdullah, may Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, and some of his companions got their heads shaved and some others got their head hair cut short. Narrated Mu'aviyah, May Allah be pleased with him. I cut short the head hair of Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, with a long blade of an arrowhead. Chapter on to get the head hair cut short after performing Umrah of Hajjat Tamattar. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them. When the Prophet, peace be upon him, came to Mecca, he ordered his companions to perform Tawaf around the Kaaba and Sari going between Al-Safa and Al-Marwa to finish their ihram and get their head hair shaved or cut short. Chapter on the visit of the Kaaba to perform Tawaf al-Ifadah on the day of Nahar. Narrated Ibn Zubayr from Aisha and Ibn Abbas. May Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet peace be upon him delayed the visit till night. Ibn Abbas narrated that the Prophet peace be upon him used to visit the house, Kaaba during the days of Mina. Narrated Nafir that Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, performed only one thawaf. He would take an afternoon nap and then return to Mina. That was on the day of Nahar, slaughtering. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. We performed Hajj with the Prophet peace be upon him and performed thawaf al-ifadah on the day of Nahar, slaughtering. 
Sophia got her menses, and the Prophet peace be upon him desired from her what a husband desires from his wife. I said to him, O Allah's messenger, she is having her menses. He said, Is she going to detain us? We informed him that she had performed tawaf al-ifadah on the day of Nahar. He said, Then depart. Chapter on If One Did the Rami of the Jamara After Maghrib Evening or has his head shaved before slaughtering the hadi because of forgetfulness or ignorance. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet peace be upon him was asked about the slaughtering, shaving of the head, and the doing of Rami before or after their due times. He said, there is no harm in that. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the Prophet peace be upon him was asked as regards the ceremonies of Hajj at Mina on the day of Nahar, and he replied that there was no harm. Then a man said to him, I got my head shaved before slaughtering. He replied, Slaughter now, and there is no harm in it. Another man said, I did the rami of the jamar after midday. The Prophet peace be upon him replied, There is no harm in it. Chapter on to give religious verdicts near the jamar while riding an animal. Narrated Abdullah bin Amr, may Allah be pleased with him. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, stopped for a while near the Jamar at Mina during his last Hajj, and the people started asking him questions. A man said, Ignorantly, I got my head shaved before slaughtering. The Prophet, peace be upon him, replied, Slaughter now, and there is no harm in it. Another man said, Unknowingly, I slaughtered the Hadi before doing the Rami. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, do Rami now, and there is no harm in it. So, on that day, when the Prophet peace be upon him was asked about anything, about the ceremonies of Hajj done before or after its stated time, his reply was, Do it now, and there is no harm. Narrated Abdullah bin Amr bin al-As, may Allah be pleased with them. I witnessed the Prophet peace be upon him when he was delivering the khutbah, religious talk, on the day of Nahar. A man stood up and said, I thought that such and such was to be done before such and such. I got my hair shaved before slaughtering. Another said, I slaughtered the hadith before doing the rami. So the people asked about many similar things. The Prophet peace be upon him said, Do it now, and there is no harm in all these cases. Whenever the Prophet peace be upon him was asked about anything on that day, he replied, Do it now, and there is no harm in it. Narrated Abdullah bin Amr bin al-As, may Allah be pleased with them. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, stopped near the Jamar at Mina while on his she-camel. The sub-narrator then narrated the hadith as above. That is, hadith number 1737. Chapter on Al-Khutwah, Religious Talk, During the Days of Mina. Narrated Ikrimah. Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, delivered a khutbah, religious talk, on the day of Nahar, and said, O people, tell me, what is the day today? The people replied, It is the forbidden, sacred day. He asked again, What town is this? They replied, It is the forbidden, sacred town, Mecca. He asked, Which month is this? They replied, It is the forbidden, sacred month. He said, no doubt, your blood, your properties, 
and your honor are sacred to one another, like the sanctity of this day of yours. In this town, Mecca of yours, in this month of yours. The Prophet, peace be upon him, repeated his statement again and again. After that, he raised his head and said, O Allah, haven't I conveyed your message to them? Haven't I conveyed your message to them? Ibn Abbas added, By him, in whose hand my soul is, the following was his will, Prophet's will, to his followers. It is incumbent upon those who are present to convey this information to those who are absent. Beware, don't renegade, as disbelievers turn into infidels, after me, by striking the necks, cutting the throats of one another, that is, by killing one another. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, I heard the Prophet, peace be upon him, delivering a khutbah, religious talk, at Arafat. Narrated Abu Bakr, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet, peace be upon him, delivered to us a khutbah, religious talk, on the day of Nahr. He said, Do you know what is the day today? We said, Allah and his messenger know better. He remained silent till we thought that he might give that day another name. He said, Isn't it the day of Nahr? We said, Yes, it is. He further asked, Which month is this? We said, Allah and his messenger know better. He remained silent till we thought that he might give it another name. He then said, Isn't it the month of Dhul-Hijjah? We replied, Yes, it is. He further asked, What town is this? We replied, Allah and his messenger know it better. He remained silent till we thought that he might give it another name. He then said, Isn't it the forbidden, sacred town of Mecca? We said, Yes, it is. He said, No doubt, your blood and your properties are sacred to one another like the sanctity of this day of yours, in this month of yours, in this town of yours, till the day you meet your Lord, Allah. No doubt, haven't I conveyed Allah's message to you? They said, Yes, you have. He said, O Allah, be witness, so it is incumbent upon those who are present to convey it this information to those who are absent, because the informed one might comprehend it, what I have said, better than the present audience, who will convey it to him. Beware, do not renegade, as disbelievers, after me, by striking the necks, cutting the throats of one another, that is, by killing one another. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. At Mina, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, do you know what is the day today? The people replied, Allah and his messenger know it better. He said, It is the forbidden, sacred day. And do you know what town is this? They replied, Allah and his messenger know it better. He said, This is the forbidden, sacred town, Makkah. And do you know which month is this? The people replied, Allah and his messenger know it better. He said, this is the forbidden, sacred month. The Prophet, peace be upon him, added, No doubt, Allah made your blood, your properties, and your honor sacred to one another like the sanctity of this day of yours, in this month of yours, in this town of yours. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, on the day of Nahr, 10th of Dhul-Hijjah, 
The Prophet, peace be upon him, stood in between the Jamarat during his Hajj, which he performed, as in the previous Hadith, and said, This is the greatest day, that is, 10th of the Hijjah. The Prophet, peace be upon him, started saying repeatedly, O Allah, be witness, I have conveyed your message. He then bade the people farewell. The people said, This is Hajjatul Wada. Chapter on May those provide the pilgrims with water stay at Mecca during the nights of Mina. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. The Prophet, peace be upon him, permitted them. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, that the Prophet, peace be upon him, allowed as above. Narrated Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them. Al-Abbas, may Allah be pleased with him, asked permission from the Prophet, peace be upon him, to stay at Mecca during the nights of Mina, in order to provide water to the people. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, allowed him. Chapter on to do the Rami of the Jamar Jabir said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, did the Rami on the day of Nahr, 10th of the Hijjah, before noon. This is only for Jamaratul Aqaba. And then on the 11th and 12th of the Hijjah, he did the Rami after the decline of the sun. After Zuhr, narrated Wabra, I asked Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, when should I do the Rami of the Jamar? He replied, when your leader does that. I asked him again the same question. He replied, we used to wait till the sun declined, and then we would do the Rami, that is, on the 11th and 12th of the Hijjah. Chapter on to do the Rami of Jamar, from the middle of the valley. Narrated Abdurrahman bin Yazid, Abdullah bin Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, did the Rami from the middle of the valley. So I said, O Abu Abdurrahman, some people do the Rami of the Jamara from above it, that is, from the top of the valley. He said, By him, except whom none has the right to be worshipped, this is the place from where the one on whom Surah Al-Baqarah was revealed, that is, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, did the Rami. Chapter on the Rami of the Jamar with seven small stones. And this has been narrated by Ibn Umar. May Allah be pleased with them from the Prophet, peace be upon him. Narrated Abdurrahman bin Yazid. When Abdullah bin Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, reached the big Jamra, that is Jamratul Aqaba, he kept the Kaaba on the left side and Mina on his right side and threw seven pebbles at the Jamrah, and said, The one on whom Surah Al-Baqarah was revealed, that is, the Prophet, peace be upon him, had done the Rami similarly. Chapter on Keeping the House, Garba, on the left, undoing Rami, of the Jamaratul Aqaba. Narrated Abdurrahman bin Yazid, I performed Hajj with Ibn Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, and saw him doing Rami of the big Jamrah. Jamaratul Aqaba, with seven small pebbles, keeping the Garba on his left side and Mina on his right. He then said, This is the place where the one on whom Suratul Baqarah was revealed, that is, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, stood. Chapter on to say Allahu Akbar, Allah is the most great, on throwing every pebble. This was stated by Ibn Umar. May Allah be pleased with them, that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said so. Narrated Al-Armash, 
I heard Al-Hajjaj saying on the pulpit, the surah in which Al-Baqarah, the cow, is mentioned, and the surah in which the family of Imran is mentioned, and the surah in which the women, An-Nisa, is mentioned. I mentioned this to Ibrahim, and he said, Abdurrahman bin Yazid told me, I was with Abdullah bin Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, when he did the rami of the Jamaratul Aqaba. He went down the middle of the valley, and when he came near the tree, which was near the Jamra, he stood opposite to it, and threw seven small pebbles, and said, Allahu Akbar, on throwing every pebble. Then he said, By him, except whom none has the right to be worshipped. Here, at this place, stood the one on whom Suratul Baqarah was revealed, that is, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him. Chapter on Not Standing for Invocation After doing Rami of the Jamaratul Aqaba Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, narrated this on the authority of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Chapter on After doing Rami of the Other to Jamarat, Dunya and Wusla One should go and stand on level ground and invoke Allah facing the Qibla, Garba at Mecca. Narrated Salim, Ibn Umar, May Allah be pleased with them, used to do Rami of the Jamaratul Dunya, the Jamra, near to the Khaif Mosque, with seven small stones, and used to recite Takbir, on throwing every pebble. He then would go ahead till he reached the level ground, where he would stand facing the Qibla for a long time and invoke Allah while raising his hands. Then he would do Rami of the Jamaratul Wusta, middle Jamra, and then he would go to the left, towards the middle ground where he would stand facing the Qibla. He would remain standing there for a long period and invoke Allah while raising his hands. Then he would do Rami of the Jamaratul Aqaba from the middle of the valley. But he would not stay by it. And then he would leave and say, I saw the Prophet peace be upon him doing like this. Chapter on to raise the hands for invocation near Al-Jamaratul Dunya and Al-Jamaratul Wusta. Narrated Salim bin Abdullah. Abdullah bin Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, used to do Rami of the Jamaratul Dunya with seven small pebbles and used to recite Takbir on throwing each stone. He then would proceed further till he reached the level ground where he would stay for a long time, facing the Qibla to invoke Allah while raising his hands. Then he would do Rami of the Jamaratul Wusta similarly and would go to the left towards the level ground, where he would stand for a long time, facing the Qibla, to invoke Allah, while raising his hands. Then he would do Rami of the Jamaratul Aqaba, from the middle of the valley, but he would not stay by it. Ibn Umar used to say, I saw Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, doing like that. Chapter on Invoking Allah Near the Two Jamarat Narrated Al-Zuhri Whenever Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, stoned the Jamara near Mina Mosque, he would do Rami of it with seven small pebbles and say, Takbir, on throwing each pebble. Then he would go ahead and stand facing the Qibla with his hands raised and invoke Allah, and he used to stand for a long period. Then he would come to the second Jamara, Al-Wusta, and stone it with seven small stones, reciting Takbir on throwing each stone. Then he would descend to the left near the valley 
and stand facing the Qibla with raised hands to invoke Allah. Then he would come to the Jamara near the Aqaba, Jamaratul Aqaba, and do Rami of it with seven small pebbles, reciting takbir on throwing each stone. He then would leave and not stay by it. Narrated al-Zuhri, I heard Salim bin Abdullah saying the same, that his father said so, on the authority of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and Ibn Umar used to do the same. Chapter on to perfume oneself after doing Rami of the Jamar and to have one's head shaved before Tawaf al-Ifada. Narrated Abdul Rahman bin al-Qasim, I heard my father, who was the best man of his age, saying, I heard Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, saying, I perfumed Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, with my own hands, before finishing his ihram, while yet he has not performed tawaf al-ifadha. She spread her hands while saying so. Chapter on tawaf al-wada Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, the people were ordered to perform the tawaf of the Kaaba, tawaf al-wada, as the last thing before leaving Mecca, except the menstruating women, who were exempted. Narrated Anas bin Malik, may Allah be pleased with him, the Prophet peace be upon him offered the Zuhr, Asr, Maghrib, and the Isha Salah, prayers, and slept for a while at a place called Al-Muhassab, and then rode to the Kaaba and performed Tawaf round it. Tawaf al-Wada. Chapter on if a woman gets her menses after Tawaf al-Ifada, would it be obligatory for her to perform Tawaf al-Wada? Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, Safiya bint Huyi, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him, got her menses. And Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, was informed of that. He said, would she delay us? The people said, she has already performed Tawaf al-Ifada. He said, then she will not delay us. Narrated Ikrama. The people of al Madina asked Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, about a woman who got her menses after performing Tawaf al-Ifadha. He said, she could depart from Mecca. They said, we will not act on your verdict and ignore the verdict of Zaid. Ibn Abbas said, when you reach al Madina, inquire about it. So when they reached al Madina. They asked about that. One of those they asked was Umm Sulaim. She told them the narration of Safiya, Hadith number 1757. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, a menstruating woman was allowed to leave Mecca if she had done Tawaf al-Ifadha. Ta'us, a sub-narrator, said that his father said, I heard Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, saying that she should not depart. Then later, I heard him saying that the Prophet, peace be upon him, had allowed them, menstruating women, to depart. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. We set out with the Prophet, peace be upon him, with the intention of performing Hajj only. The Prophet, peace be upon him, reached Mecca and performed Tawbah of the Kaaba and Sari, going between Al-Safa and Al-Marwa, and did not finish the Ihram because he had the Hadi with him. His companions and his wives performed Tawaf of the Kaaba and Sari, going between Al-Safa and Al-Marwa, and those who had no Hadi with them finished their Ihram. I got the menses and performed all the ceremonies of Hajj. So when it was the night of Hasbah, 
night of departure. I said, O Allah's Messenger, all your companions are returning with Hajj and Umrah except me. He asked me, Didn't you perform tawaf of the Kaaba, Umrah, when you reached Mecca? I said no. He said, Go to Tan'im with your brother, Abdul Rahman, and assume ihram for Umrah, and I will wait for you at such and such a place. So I went with Abdul Rahman to Tan'im and assumed ihram for Umrah. Then Safiya bin Tihuji got menses. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Aqra halqa. You will detain us. Didn't you perform tawaf al-ifadah on the day of Nahr, slaughtering? She said, Yes, I did. He said, Then there is no harm. Depart. So I met the Prophet, peace be upon him, when he was ascending the heights towards Mecca, and I was descending, or vice versa. Footnote. Aqra halqa. It is just an exclamatory expression, the literal meaning of which is not meant always. It expresses disapproval. Chapter on whoever offered the Asr prayer at Abdullah on the day of departure from Mina, day of Nafr. Narrated Abdul Aziz bin Rufayr, I asked Anas bin Malik, tell me something about you have observed about the Prophet peace be upon him concerning where he offered the Zuhr prayer. On the day of Tarviyah, 8th Vilhijjah, Anas replied, He offered it at Mina. I said, Where did he offer the Asr prayer? On the day of Nafr, day of departure from Mina. He replied, At Al-Abdhah, and added, You should do as your rulers or leaders do. Narrated Anas bin Malik, May Allah be pleased with him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, offered the Zuhr, Asr, Maghrib, and Isha Salah, prayers, and slept for a while at a place called Al-Muhassab, and then he rode towards the Karba and performed Tawaf al-Wada. Chapter on Al-Muhassab This is situated between Mecca and Mina, and is also called Al-Abdhah, or Hasba, or Khayf Bani Kinana. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, it, that is, Al-Abdhah, was a place where the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to camp, so that it might be easier for him to depart. Narrated Ibn Abbas, may Allah be pleased with them, staying at Al-Muhassab is not one of the ceremonies of Hajj, but Al-Muhassab is a place where Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, camped during his Hajj al-Wadar. Chapter on to camp at Vithluwa, before entering Mecca, and to camp at Al-Badha, which is at Dhul-Hulayfa on returning from Mecca to Al-Madinah. Narrated Nafir, Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, used to spend the night at Dhul-Quwa, in between the two Thaniyah, and then he would enter Mecca through the Thaniyah, which is at the higher region of Mecca. And whenever he came to Mecca for Hajj or Umrah, he never made his she-camel kneel down except near the gate of the Masjid, Al-Masjid Al-Haram. And then he would enter it and go to the black stone corner and start from there the circumambulation of the Kaaba seven times, hastening in the first three rounds, Ramal, and walking in the last four. On finishing, he would offer two Raka'a prayer of Thawaf and set out to perform Thawaf, Sari, going between As-Safa and Al-Marwa before returning to his dwelling place. On returning to Al-Madinah from Hajj or Umrah, he used to make his camel kneel down at Al-Badhar, 
which is at Lulhulayfa, the place where the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to make his camel kneel down. Narrated Khalid ibn al-Harith. Ubadullah was asked about al-Muhassab. Ubadullah narrated. Nafir said, Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, Umar and Ibn Umar camped there. Nafir added, Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, used to offer the Zuhr and Asr prayers at it. That is, Al-Muhassab. I think he mentioned the Maghrib prayer also. I said, I don't doubt about Aisha. That is, he used to offer it there also. And he used to sleep there for a while. He used to say, the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to do the same. Chapter on staying at Litwa, on returning from Mecca. Narrated Nafir, whenever Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with them, approached Mecca, he used to pass the night at Litwa, till dawn, and then he would enter Mecca. On his return from Mecca, he used to pass by Litwa, and pass the night there till dawn. And he used to say that the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to do the same. Chapter on trading during the time of Hajj and selling in the markets of the pre-Islamic period. Narrated Ibn Abbath, may Allah be pleased with them. Dhul-Majad and Uqal were the markets of the people during the pre-Islamic period of ignorance. When the people embraced Islam, they disliked to do bargaining there till the following verses were revealed. There is no sin on you if you seek of the bounty of your Lord during Hajj by trading etc. Qur'an, chapter 2, verse 198. Chapter on to depart from Al-Muhassab in the last part of night. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her, Safiya got her menses on the night of Nafr, departure from Hajj, and she said, I see that I will detain you. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Aqra halqa. Did she perform the tawaf al-ifadah on the day of Nahr? Slaughtering. Somebody replied in affirmative. He said, Then depart. Narrated Aisha, may Allah be pleased with her. We set out with Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, from Al-Madina, with the intention of performing Hajj only. When we reached Mecca, he ordered us to finish the Ihram. When it was the night of Nafr, departure, Safiya bint Hujji got her menses. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Halqa Aqra, I think she will detain you, and asked her, Did you perform the tawaf al-ifadah on the day of Nahr, slaughtering? She replied, Yes. He said, Then depart. I said, O Allah's Messenger, I have not done the Umrah. He replied, Perform Umrah from Tan'im. My brother went with me, and we came across the Prophet, peace be upon him, in the last part of the night. He said, wait at such and such a place.